0: Good evening South Central Nebraska and welcome to Amherst for this presentation of high school sports on ESPN Tri-Cities. I'm Michael Shively glad you could join us as the Hastings St. Cecilia Blue Hawks at 1-0 head north and west to Amherst in northwest Buffalo County to take on the Broncos. Hastings St. Cecilia led by third year head coach Clint Head are Coming off a 35 0 smacking of Wilbur Claytonia in week number one. The Broncos are 0 1, losing a heartbreaker at Wood River last week, 29 34 in that contest. Let's talk all about it right now in your pregame show, which is presented by Hogemeyer Hybrids. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealers. So looking at these two teams, the Blue Hawks coming off a solid season a year ago, 9 and 2, made it to the second round of the playoffs before falling to Wilbur claytonia 32 to 13. All if it is a revenge tour, that's the way to start off. Hastings St. Cecilia lost twice last season to the Wolverines, and they dominated last week 35-0, knocking out the Wolverines quarterback, Coy Rosentretter, early in the game, and they did not look back after that. Hastings St. Cecilia coasted at Duncan Field to that W. The Blue Hawks are led by their quarterback, Carson Kudlachek. He's a 190-pound senior, threw for 215 yards and two touchdowns, ran for 45 yards and two touchdowns, also added four tackles in that contest. So Coach Clint Head, a big fan of the work that his senior QB, Carson Kudlachek, did in that game. Up front, Jaden Lagunas paves the way. He's a 350-pound senior, and you know Amherst has him circled for double teams on their offensive line. And... On the defensive side, you just hope that he doesn't clog up too much space if you're the Broncos. On the Amherst side of things, they're led by their fourth-year head coach, Farron Klingelhofer, who was an assistant coach for a year with Amherst before making the jump to head man. This is a special game for Amherst, their first home game since returning to the 11-man football ranks. The Broncos have been an 8-man football team since 2006. This is the first home game with 100 yards marked out on the field since 2006. So a big moment for the Broncos as they elevate to Class C2. And they didn't waste any time finding their offense in 11-man. They built a 17-0 lead against Wood River on the road last week, led by as much as 17 in the fourth quarter, 29-12, but it all fell apart for Amherst after that three straight touchdowns allowed the final one coming off of a fumble and wood river the eagles got that w34 to 29 so the broncos trying to have a short memory and get back on uh, to the winning ways of this program that just uh, not too long ago was making deep runs in the playoffs in class d1 so that's a setting of the scene a little bit here from the broadcast booth which is brought to you by carney towing and repair we're on the road bringing you the play by play and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. So Hastings St. Cecilia 1 and 0 Amherst 0 and 1. That's the matchup to learn a little bit more about it. Let's visit with the head coach for Amherst, Farron Klingelhofer. That's coming up next. You're listening to high school football on ESPN Tri-Cities.
1: Stop it.
2: has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, Vernon, Colorado, and downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends.
3: Family owned and operated for 30 years, Holdridge Irrigation is here to help you with any of your irrigation needs. Our four locations can compete with any other irrigation company in sales and service. Holdridge, Lexington, Alvin, Ravenna all have incredible stores where you can get any rink to fit apart and talk to some amazing people. Stop by and meet the family anytime between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday. For more information, check us out at HoldridgeIrrigation.com or give us a call at 308-995-4000 to schedule an appointment for a quote on a new rank system.
0: Coverage of high school football continues on ESPN Tri-Cities. I'm Michael Shively, and we're getting ready for kickoff between Amherst and Hastings Saint Cecilia. Amherst head coach Farron Klingelhoffer joins me now. Coach, your Broncos have moved up to Class C two this se- season. That means you jumped from eight man to eleven man. What's the transition been like for your staff and for the players?
4: Uh, it's been a pretty smooth transition, I would say. You know, football still game of blocking and tackling uh obviously there has been a a little bit of a a change adding three more players onto the field so uh, we did a little bit of extra stuff over the summer than we typically do just camp wise and um, trying to you know catch up i guess to the teams that we will be playing since we're making that switch man
5: your team
0: started out on fire though built a nice lead against wood river it ended up as a heartbreaker. You're up 17 in the fourth. Eagles found a way to come back. What happened to see your team lose momentum late in that game? Yeah, that's a tough one to, to swallow,
4: uh, especially, as you said, moving up to 11, man. So the positives from the game, uh, you know, we did a lot of good things. Obviously, like you mentioned, the momentum shifted, um, and then, you know they made some plays and and we didn't there in that fourth quarter. Um, and sometimes that's just how the ball bounces. So had to remind the kids of that. Um, and then we just need to come out and execute a little bit better here moving forward and, and take care of the football, and we'll be fine. Yeah,
6: you don't want a loss
0: like that to linger for your guys. Was there a special message to them about uh, getting their mind right for the next one, or were they able to to turn the page pretty
4: easily? Yeah, obviously we had to talk about that. I think um, the biggest thing that that I tried to drive home with them after that game was to not lose their confidence and the belief in themselves. Um, you know, like you said, the first time um, on the field, and you know, the first time moving up to 11-man um, for all these guys, we did a lot of good things. So just had to focus on the positives and kind of, you know, just let that game, Um, go to the back of our memory and kind of forget about it a little bit Um, because like you said you don't want one game to beat you twice Um, so we need to rebound and and have a good week and I think the boys are prepared to do so.
0: We're talking with Farron Klingelhoffer. he's the head coach at Amherst as his Broncos get ready to take on Hastings St. Cecilia. Checking out the roster Riley Fisher he's one of six seniors on your team Led your group in passing and rushing last week. What are your expectations for him this season? Uh, just to keep keep uh, doing what he's what he's
4: been doing. You know, he um, had a good first game. It wasn't a surprise to, to any of us. Um, Tage Hadwiger and, and him are going back and forth at quarterback. Um, we're lucky in that regard that we have two um, very good, capable quarterbacks, and and they can uh, you know play off each other a little bit and that competition only makes them better and so um, he's done a good job from a leadership standpoint and then he had a very good game against Wood River and so I foresee that continuing throughout the season.
0: Looking kind of at the big picture for the whole team, uh, what were conversations like in terms of setting goals for this season?
4: Uh, We just wanted to come in and, and be competitive. You know, play as good a football as we could play and and get better each week. Uh, So, you know, this week will be a big um, step, you know, for us to see how we respond against a very talented and and good Hastings St. Cecilia squad. So I'd like to see some just improvements from week one. Um, in a lot of different areas. And if we continue to do that by the end of the season, the goals that we have set for ourselves, uh, we will reach them. So um, just focusing on one week at a time, getting better week after week.
0: Oh, you mentioned at Hastings St. Cecilia, they're pretty darn good, looked really good week one against a reigning semifinalist. Uh, how do you slow down the Blue Hawks?
4: Uh, it's not gonna be easy. We'll have our work cut out for us. Uh, very talented kid at quarterback really throw the ball and he moves well with his feet as well um, and then that are talented up front so as far as a an offensive team goes you know they're well-rounded and it makes them hard to defend uh, and then defensively they get after it too uh, they are very aggressive up front on defense and so we know that we'll have our work cut out for us but it's um, why you play the games we're excited about playing good competition and and uh, we'll give it our best.
0: I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for making time, Coach.
4: Yeah, no, thanks for having me on and all the coverage of high school sports.
0: That's Farron Klingelhofer, head coach at Amherst. Stick around. We have kickoff coming up soon on ESPN Tri-Cities.
1: Five Points Bank provides strong and consistent financial support to local civic, educational, and charitable organizations. Additionally, our staff gives numerous hours of volunteer help. Providing this kind of support is exactly what locally owned, locally managed banks do.
7: Five Points Bank believes in giving back and doing all we can to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Responsible corporate citizenship is a key part of our mission statement.
1: Five Points Bank, doing all we can to make our area a great place to live. Hastings Ford Lincoln wants to buy your vehicle. Due to the current national inventory shortage and rising customer demand, it is a great time
8: to sell your vehicle. Your vehicle is most likely worth more now than it has been for the last year or more. Our experienced staff will evaluate your vehicle and write you a check for actual cash value. Give us a call at 402-303-1072 to see if your vehicle qualifies and to schedule an appointment with one of our evaluators. Hastings Ford Lincoln.
9: We are Nebraska.
10: Here for our second interview. Here,
9: CHS Agri Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri Service Center and Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Spitzfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek people and resources you can count on always.
0: Michael Shively back with you here in the broadcast booth in your pregame show preparing for kickoff between Hastings, St. Cecilia, and Amherst. Uh, Got my schedule crossed up with Coach Head earlier uh, this week. Didn't get the interview recorded with him. Talked to him here on the field before the game, and and he's confident in his group. He does say that they do have a key player missing. Wasn't able to tell me which one, but uh, was confident that his team was going to be able to to right the ship and continue their winning ways. He's looking forward to this kickoff here. The first 11-man game at this stadium since 2006. Amherst boys' enrollment high enough to move them up the Class C2, and they're taking on Hastings-St. Cecilia. Your pregame show brought to you by Hogemeyer Hybrids. Let's dive into your starting lineup. That's brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank, in Kearney. Let's begin with the visitors out of Hastings. St. Cecilia Bluehawks led by coach Clint Head on offense. Hayden Demuth a wide receiver. Cooper Butler a wide receiver Jensen Anderson a wide out Carson Kodlachek at quarterback Braxton Wiles the H-back Chase Evans the running back Grant Rosso on the offensive line Jaden Lagunas joins him Kyler Ellie the starting offensive lineman along with Thomas Thomas and Caden Krikak the defensive starters for the Blue Hawks lots of the same names in there Jensen Anderson, Chase Evans at corner Cooper Butler the rover Carson Kodlachek at free safety linebacker Quinn Rosno, Brayden Rutt, Max Rodriguez. The defensive line, defensive ends, Caden Krikak and Braxton Wiles. Jaden Lagunas and Thomas Thomas are the defensive tackles. Starters on the uh, Amherst side of things, Nolan Elo, a wide receiver and defensive back. Tage Hadwiger will split some time at QB and play defensive back. Kale Tobenheim is a fullback and linebacker. Riley Fisher splits time at QB and plays defensive back. Owen Stokebrand, a running back and linebacker, six one, 165, a junior. Ben McGee is a starter. He's a running back and linebacker, six foot one eighty a junior. Jesse Tesmer, a running back and linebacker, 5'11, 195, junior. He'll get some totes today for sure. Christian Wick, also a starter at running back and linebacker, just five foot seven, but a bulky one seventy. He's a senior. Carter Riesland, tight end and defensive line, six foot four, one hundred and seventy pound junior. Brody Bogard, an offensive and defensive lineman, six foot two, 205 pounds, and a senior. Beau Sur, six foot, 260 pounds, sophomore starter on the line. Wyatt Anderson's a six foot four, 230 pound junior. He plays line, and Cope Smith rounds out the starting lineup for Farron Klingelhoffer's team. He's a six foot one, 190 pound freshman, who starts along the line. Your starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank in Kearney. Nearing kickoff here in Amherst. We'll take one final break. Be back with high school football here on ESPN Tri-Cities.
5: Pomet Boots Pharmacy here. We've had to make a few changes as a result of our fire at our downtown store. We've needed to update our software, and as a result, we have a new app to send in your refill requests. It's called RX Local, RX L-O-C-A-L. You can go to the App Store or Apple or Google Play. Another way is to text RX Local to 64890. That's 64890. Or you can just stop by and we'll help you get you going. The new app will allow you to send refill requests and look at all your profile and all your prescriptions. Give us a call. Any questions, 402-462-4466 or stop by at 1021 West 14th Street.
7: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. i Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Relationships matter.
11: Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships.
13: Ben was very healthy when he was born and when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of
0: Michael Shively back with you here in our broadcast booth in Amherst. Your broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. Preparing for kickoff here between Amherst and Hastings St. Cecilia. Not typically foes, but Amherst has elevated itself to Class C2. The first 11-man football game at home for Amherst since 2006. Hastings St. Cecilia coming off a 35-0 thumping of Wilbur Claytonia. A nine and two season a year ago, a an impressive victory over Bishop Newman in the first round of the class C two playoffs twenty-one thirteen. Lost to eventual or lost two semifinalists uh, Wilbur Claytonia in the quarterfinals. St. Cecilia has made 29 trips to the playoffs champions in 2010, 2009, and 2000. The Amherst Broncos coming off a 3-6 and six season in Class D1 a year ago. They did qualify for the playoffs because how many teams make it in 8-man? They lost to Burwell in the first round. 26 trips to the playoffs for the Broncos. They've been two straight years. They have their work cut out for them here this evening. Hastings St. Cecilia wearing white tops with blue numerals and blue lettering, black helmets, black pants for the Blue Hawks who will kick off first. Amherst is deep to return at home. They're wearing bright red uh, tops with a, a gray stripe on the side, white numerals and lettering, white pants, white helmets with interlocking horseshoes painted red on the helmet. Warm evening for football, upper 80s, it's humid, not much wind to speak of. Partly cloudy, lights are on here in Amherst and we're ready for football. Kicking off, it's uh, end over end sailing towards the five taken there by Amherst running along the right side to the 22 yard line. That's where Amherst will start this drive to start this game. Easton Malik, the return man, he's a freshman for the Broncos. Amherst will trade off at the quarterback position. Tage Hadwiger along uh, with Riley Fisher. Fisher, the senior, had a better game week one, but Coach Klingelhoffer saying he's going to stick with the two-man system. Fisher, four for eight, 77 yards, a touchdown, ran six times for 61 yards and a score. And it is Fisher who lines up in the shotgun to get the first snap at QB. Two wide to the left, ball on the right hash at the 22. Handoff to the right side. A little bit of space there for Jesse Tesmer, who barrels over a defender to the 27-yard line. Give him a gain of four on first down for Amherst. Tesmer, 13 carries, 55 yards, and a score. Also caught two balls for 33 yards in that defeat at the hands of Wood River Week 1. Coach Klingelhofer for Amherst, wearing the helmet, red polo on the sideline he had the QB Fisher run over to him gave the play call for second down and six ball at their own 27 for Amherst working against that St. Cecilia Bluehawk defense snapback handoff, right side Tesmer he's collapsed immediately Braxton Wiles the 215 pound junior defensive lineman makes the stop that's his fourth tackle of the season Wiles sporting a black sleeve down that right arm lots of sleeves out there it's almost you think that shooting sleeve a la Allen Iverson Kobe Bryant etc is a basketball thing but no Hastings St. Cecilia rocking it on the football field that was a gain of three on the ground there for Tesmer sets up third down and three ball at their own 29 for Amherst. Too wide out to the left. It's a delayed handoff up the middle. They have the first down. Wrapping him up Quinn Rosno after a gain of a good six yards for Christian Wick, a 5'7", 170-pound senior. Up to the 37-yard line. Actually more like a gain of eight for Christian Wick. Three straight handoffs. Rather simple look for Amherst, but not this time. They have a diamond formation. Pistol with a back on either side and behind the QB. Triple option pitch left side, and there's Hastings St. Cecilia. Two Blue Hawks collapse on the ball carrier. A loss on the play. The stop made. Is that Hayden Demuth? No, that was Carson Kudlachek. Led that stop. Not much ground that time for Ben McGee. Fell back to the 34, that's a loss of three. Second down and 13. We've played two minutes and 20 seconds of football here. No score yet. Broncos got a first down on the ground. Will they go to the air now? Shotgun formation too wide to the left. Ball on the left hash. Drop back to pass. Fisher steps up in the pocket. Goes over the middle. It's high off of the right hand of his intended target. Tage Hadwiger at incomplete. Excellent coverage by the Blue Hawks right there. Cooper Butler, the 175-pound senior. And it's, second, it's third down and 13 for Amherst. Broncos bring in Tesmer, and Wick to the bench. Not only was that good coverage for St. Cecilia, they also made the quarterback step up into the pocket, and he was running out of time, and nobody running open. Three wide receivers for third and 13. From their own 34, snap back, play action, rolling right. Fisher has time, nobody open, still looking. Throws across his body and low to the diving Hadwiger, incomplete. And a punting scenario coming up, fourth down and 13 with 9.19 remaining in the first quarter for the Broncos. Superb coverage displayed by Hastings St. Cecilia. They blanketed all the targets there. There was plenty of time for Fisher. A good design on that rollout, but nothing there. So they will punt it away. The punter is Nolan Elo. He's a fantastic kicker. Let's see on the punting side of things. Good snap. Elo, the right-footed boot, and he booms it. Wobbler. Two return men there. It's Anderson who takes it. Both guys right there for the Blue Hawks. He's back to the 35, to the 40. Has some room along the sideline and shoved out around the 47-yard line. So a solid return by Cooper Butler. Sets up first down and 10 from the 48 for Hastings St. Cecilia. One first down managed by the Broncos, taking two minutes and 54 seconds off the clock. Chase Evans will stand to the left of the senior's signal caller, Carson Kudlachek. Phenomenal game for him against Wilbur Claytonia. He has twin wideouts to the left and one to the right. Gets the snap back and hands off along the right side. Hit at the line. Now charging forward over a defender is Evans. A hard-fought four yards. Able to get it to the 48 on the other side was Evans. Chase Evans, 165-pound junior, carried the ball eight times for 86 yards in the W last week. St. Cecilia doesn't waste a whole lot of time between plays. They're back to the line. Into Bronco territory after the solid punt return. On second and six, looking to throw. Kubacek high, and it bounces off of the knee pads of Riley Fisher of Amherst. That was dropped right into his lap. He couldn't secure what would have been an enormous defensive play for the Broncos. Kubacek dodged one there. The quick pass on an out route. To the left side of the field. Was not on target from Kudlachek. Nearly intercepted. And for the Broncos, the underdogs, they need big momentum plays. And that could have been one. Third down and six. Now Kudlacek fakes to the wideout. Running to the right side. Has the sideline and lunges towards the first down. Marker, he's marked right near it. It'll be close. A gain of at least five. Did he get the full six? Needed to move the sticks. It's fourth down. He's just short a five-yard gain for Carson Kudlacek on the run they moved the wide receiver in motion right to left didn't give it to him the offense stays out there no surprise at the 42-yard line of Amherst 823 left first quarter no score fourth and one out of the shotgun Kudlacek quarterback run puts his foot in the dirt and he's hitting the backfield and dropped for a loss Amherst streaking in with Hunter Freeze, a 5'11", 150-pound sophomore linebacker. Kudlachek trying to run to the right initially, put his right cleat in the grass, tried to cha- change direction, and there was Freeze waiting for him. A loss of a yard and a turnover on downs. 8:17 to go in this first quarter. Starting at their own 43. Amherst, who managed one first down. at first possession. Had luck on the ground, but not through the air. Now it's Tage Hadwin. No, Riley Fisher still. Hands off to Tesmer, and he doesn't have space down the right side. Escapes the tackle of Caden Krikak. Gets back to the line of scrimmage. Krikak busted through the line. Had a good grasp of the jersey. Almost ripped it clean off of the ball carrier Tesmer. No gain on the play, second down and 10. It was a really good effort by the 5'11", 195 pound junior back to escape that first tackle attempt from Krikak. Krikak had one stop against Wilbur Claytonia. Ball in the right hash now. Tesmer is the running back and a timeout taken. By Amherst, they want to talk over the second down and ten play. we Will step aside. You're listening to high school football. No score yet between Amherst and Hastings Saint Cecilia. Apologies, didn't have the uh, didn't have the commercials quite queued up there. Had to reload the. Uh, The screened engineering from the site here today, but we are ready for a second down and 10. Amherst has the football at their own 43-yard line. Seven minutes and 35 seconds remaining. Quarter number one, no score yet. St. Cecilia had good field position after a strong punt return, but went for it on fourth and one and got stuffed. A running back on either side of the quarterback, Riley Fisher. The Broncos senior gets the high snap and gives it right up the gut. And no space. Jaden Lagunas, all 350 pounds of him, flattening the running back there. He's eaten a full plate load of grass was Jesse Tesmer. Second straight carry for him with no gain. In fact, that one knocked him back a few yards to the 39. Third down and about 13 for Coach Farron Klingelhoffer and his Broncos. How about Jaden Lagunas? So stout against the run. A guy you could watch out for, has some college football dreams. Back to throw, clean pocket. Here's Fisher. Lofts it along the right side and incomplete off of the fingertip of Tage Hadwiger. No completion so far for Amherst. They lost three yards on this possession and are sending out the punt unit. Solid work by the Blue Hawks defense. They've shown it both in the run defense and the pass coverage, have the Blue Hawks. Deep to return, Jensen Anderson, Cooper Butler for St. Cecilia. Here's the right-footed kick, low from Elo, takes a high hop, fielded by Butler, running along the right side. He's about the 20 and can't shed a tackle, falls forward to the 22-yard line. That's where St. Cecilia gets it with 6.46 to go. Quarter number one, no score yet in this Class C2 football matchup. Well, folks, we want to remind you about our ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month that's brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Be sure to log on to ESPN uh, to newschannelnebraska.com and the ESPN tab to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy, one girl winner chosen each month. Snap back uh, to Kudlachek, hands off right side, and a couple yards is all For the ball carrier for the Bluehawks, second down and eight coming up. It was Evans on that tote. St. Cecilia got a four-yard carry out of Evans, a five-yard run for Kudlacek before he was knocked back a yard on fourth down and the turnover on downs ensued. Second game of the season for both of these squads. Receiver Butler moves in motion right to left, shotgun snap, looking to his left, bullet thrown, and it's caught across the 40 to the 42-yard line. Perfect ball that time from Kovacek to Demuth, and it's enough to move the sticks. That's a 17-yard completion. Demuth, the senior, 185-pounder. Clean route run against the six-foot-four cover man, Tage Hadwiger. Snap back, and he wasn't ready for it. Kudlachek has to eat it, and a flag comes out as well. Kodlaček falls on the football back at the 29. If it stands as that, it's a loss of 12. And it might be a false start. there's a penalty on St. Cecilia, so that will be declined. He'll take the loss of 12. Will the Amherst coaching staff. Hat, that was a Butler. That Butler came in motion from left to right there. And I think the center, Kyler Ellie, a senior, thought that the m- movement to send the man in motion was the m- movement to send the snap back. Those happened simultaneously. Kubacek wasn't even looking at the ball. Second down and 25. St. Alasa 15. Here's Kubacek in the pocket. He wants to run to his right. Still looking. Now he tucks and across the 30. They'll mark him out just at the 29, actually. Only gets two yards back. It's third down and long. Third and 23 for St. Cecilia. Not a clean start for the Blue Hawks, who are the favored team in this matchup, 1-0 against 0-1. Blue Hawks considered likely to make a repeat trip to the playoffs. They're hoping to clean up this football action a little bit. Five fifteen to go first quarter, third and 22. Kovacek goes deep over the middle, and a flag comes out. Hayden Demuth was overthrown by about five yards. Taj Hadwiger was running with him, and Demuth was selling it. He must be in the drama class there at Hastings St. Cecilia. They're teaching him well. That's still not going to be enough for a first down. Fifteen yards will make it third down and seven, though. Much more manageable for the Blue Hawks. A seam route from the left slot right along the hash marks. Here in Amherst. Demuth already with a catch in this game. I like that play call. But Hadwiger at 6'4 as the height advantage and had him blanketed. I didn't really see any contact personally. But uh, the official right there for it. And smart move by Demuth. He's a senior. Was able to sell that call. Get 15 yards to set up third down and seven from their own 44-yard line. Looking to the sideline. Offensive assistant signaling in the play call. Evans stands to the right of Kudlacek in the shotgun, the ball on the right hash for third and seven. To pass, Kudlacek looking left, waiting, throwing, intercepted. It's picked off by Hadwiger. He runs down the right sideline to the 20, to the 15, and pushed out at the 10-yard line by Chase Evans. An interception thrown by Kudlacek, intercepted by Tage Hadwiger. And he sets up first down and goal for the underdog Broncos from the nine yard line. No score yet. But there are the Broncos knocking on the door. 4.58 remaining. The Bluehawks' defense stout so far. They've allowed just one first down through two drives. Last drive sent the Broncos backwards. They'll be looking to do the same here. One back on either side of the quarterback, Fisher. Hadwiger comes in motion left to right. Right hash where the ball is located, and too much fancy work there before the snap for Amherst. A false start. That goes against McGee. The running back lined up on the right side. Definitely flinched. So now first and goal from the 14 makes it a little more challenging for the Broncos. They had been mostly pretty straightforward with the play design and play calls so far. That time had some motion. Fisher was trying to make some switches and it cost him five yards. Same formation, two wide left, one to the right. They bring Hadwiger from left to right. Handoff up the middle, and nothing going for Christian Wick. He's pushed backwards, leading the stop Grant Rosso, the 225 pound senior defensive lineman for St. Cecilia, and a loss of a yard on the play for Wick. Brings up second and goal from the 15. For the Broncos one thing to note for Farron Klingelhofer's team he does have an excellent kicker in Nolan Elo hit three field goals against Wood River give to the left side on the stretch perfectly red and trying to sling him down couldn't quite get him down Quinn Rosno was there spun the ball carrier McGee around in a circle but McGee able to escape eventually pushed back to the 24 so a loss of seven. McGee broke the first tackle. Not the second and third tries. McGee now with two carries for negative 10. the ball at the 22. Third down and goal from the 22. St. Cecilia's defense has pushed the Broncos back 13 yards. Here's Fisher looking to pass, steps up in the pocket. He's running out of time, tucks the football, and he's drilled. Brayden Rutt with the sack at the 22-yard line. No gain, fourth down and goal from the 22. Not how the Broncos wanted to see that develop, exactly what the Bluehawks wanted after the interception by Hadwiger, set up first and goal from the nine. They are out to try a field goal try. It is Elo who will do the honors out of the hold of Fisher. Fisher has the tee out there at the 29, a 39-yard field goal. Snap back, hold down, the kick up, and it's no good. Just wide to the left it appeared. And first down and goal from the nine means no points for the Amherst Broncos. How about that defense from Hastings St. Cecilia? And their field position won't even be that bad. Getting at their own 22. 2.44 remaining in the first quarter, no score yet. Second straight drive to start at the 22 for the Blue Hawks. Trying to draw first blood. Kudlachek in the shotgun. Straight quarterback run. Shifts some in the hole. Now bounces to the outside. shuttled to the ground at the 31-yard line. So a gain of nine on first down. A nice 17-yard completion. That's the lone first down for the Bluehawks so far. Kudlachek has thrown a pick nearly threw another and a fourth down conversion failed for the Blue Hawks. Looking to find their offense here. They're gonna actually bring out the sticks to measure this one for, second and for what appears to be second and one, but it might be enough for a first down. It is not, it's just shorts. About a football length short. Gives us a chance to talk to you about the chain gang they're bringing out the chains just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road, no matter where, they will get you home. No score, 2:12 remaining, quarter number 1. Hastings St. Cecilia on the road against Amherst here on ESPN Tri-Cities, 15:50 a.m. 92.7 FM. Michael Shively with you. Koblach quick pass right side incomplete right underneath the hands of Cooper Butler it was about mid calf level where that ball was coming through brings up third and one sun setting here to the west just above the trees on the west edge of amherst this field not located at the high school but it is a nice grass field That sun shining directly into the eyes of everyone on the east side, like myself. Quarterback run, first down managed. Hadwiger brings down the running quarterback, Carson Kudlachek, after a gain up to the 38-yard line. So a seven-yard carry there when he needed just a yard. Already six carries here for Kudlachek. His numbers will be a little skewed towards the end because of a 15-yard loss on a snap that came back too early. First and 10 for the Blue Hawks. Another quarterback run. Kudlacek has a good push from his line on the right side. Dives up uh, about four yards to the 40 set to the uh, 42-yard line. Excuse me. It's about three. Hot one here in Amherst. Temperature of about 86 right now. Feels even warmer. Waiting for that sun to go down. Four wide, ball on the right hash. Kodlacek launches left sideline and off of the fingertips of Jensen Anderson. Fisher and coverage had fallen down trying to stop the speedster Anderson. He couldn't quite get to it. Did get his fingertips on it. Couldn't haul it in. That brings up third down and seven. For Hastings St. Cecilia in a scoreless ball game, 110 remaining first quarter. Oh, looking at that St. Cecilia sideline, uh, not as many people suited up as Amherst, even though Amherst is the team that moved down to C2. Here's the third down and seven play. Butler in motion, looking to throw. Kovacek, left side incomplete. Demuth slid, trying to secure it. Just a little outside of his arms there. And the punt unit rushing out for St. Cecilia. Managed one first down. But now fourth down and eight from their own 42. Trying to boot this one away. Two Broncos are deep. It's Elo and Fisher. Good snap, Kodlachek, right-footed kick, high, it soars, a booming boot to the 14. Good move here by Elo, trying to get to the outside, caught from behind, Hayden Demuth, having himself a good game, rips down the return man at the 29-yard line. So Amherst will start there, 53 seconds remaining in this scoreless first quarter. The biggest play for, an, for the offense so far, a 17-yard completion for the Bluehawks. The Amherst, their biggest play, a four-yard carry. So neither offensive side getting much done. Amherst, I'm sure, has negative yards. High snap play action, rolling left. Fisher throws too high for a wide-open Carter Riesland. 6 foot 4 junior tight end couldn't quite get his arms on it there or on his hands on it about the 40 would have been a, had some room to run along the left sideline had he hauled it in but Fisher who threw for 77 yards and a score in week 1 has struggled with his accuracy has not completed a pass yet this evening Amherst making some substitutions bringing Jesse Tesmer back into the ball game They'll have to hurry against this play clock. Diamond formation. Three backs in the pistol with the QB, and there's the flag. False start. Looked like the back on the right side got going a little early. That's the second false start penalty on the backfield for this Amherst Broncos squad. The team that, as we just mentioned, hasn't been able to get too much going on this side of the football now starts at second and 15. Ball at their own 24, same formation, diamond look. Single wideouts on either side. Four down linemen for the Blue Hawks. Play action, the ball's loose, it's on the ground, and it's recovered by the offense, Christian Wick. On play action, it looked like they just... Didn't quite uh, have a clean fake. Ball now at the 17. Make that 18. A loss of six on the play. Go against Wick. Third down and 22. So the clock winds to 20 seconds and ticking here in the first quarter. Amherst has gone straight backwards whenever they've had the football the last couple drives. Four wide receiver formation, five seconds left on this first quarter clock. Snap back, unblocked blitzer, running with the football is Hadwig. He's trying to stiff arm, and he can't do that against Chase Evans. Tage Hadwiger got the snap at QB. Had been mostly Fisher. He's able to run up to the 25, a gain of seven, but they needed 22. Fourth down and 15, Lumink. That snap will come to start the second quarter. No score yet. Hasting St. Cecilia on the road at, Ham- at Amherst here on ESPN Tri-Cities.
14: Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Barney. Go to rutzheating.com. Proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new
2: line of comfort and efficiency for your home. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere. Influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions stands with you. Offering agronomic power, local expertise and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com.
8: The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the client Insurance team win you over.
0: Michael Shively back with you here in our broadcast booth in Amherst. It's the broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. No score through the first 12 minutes of action say that's a little bit of a surprise. Hastings St. Cecilia dropped 35 on Wilbur Claytonia last week. The Wolverines, uh, sometimes they'll allow about 35 points in a season, and I'm not really exaggerating there. The Wolverines known for having the best defense in Class C2 year to year. Blue Hawks put it on them, but the Broncos hold the Blue Hawks scoreless. Quarter number one. Punting here, it's Elo. Does the rugby-style kick. It takes a high bounce, then a low skip. Both return men for the Bluehawks dodge and get out of the way. The punt rolls all the way back to the 29-yard line. That's a 44-yard punt. Wow. C2 football there. That's impressive. So with 11 minutes and 50 seconds remaining in the first half, St. Cecilia will get it at their own 30. Trying to get the offense rolling are the Bluehawks. It's been a steady dose of Kudlachek running the last couple drives. Through the air, just one completion, though, for the senior. It went for 17 to Demuth. Has trips to the left, one wide right, and it's a straight run. Lead blocker is Evans. Barreling forward across the 35 to the 37-yard line is the quarterback, Kudlachek. Second down and three coming up. Third-year head coach, Clint Head, patrolling the sidelines. Gives a high five to Evans who gets a break on this play. Quinn Rosno is joining Kudlachek in the shotgun backfield. Second down and four, still trips to the left and one to the right. Keeper for the QB, Kudlachek. He's ripped down from behind but gets the necessary yardage. Stopped by Brody Bogard. But a four-yard tote means the Bluehawks move the chains. Not just one grandstand here in Amherst, it's a bunch of separate grandstands. One, two, three sets of, four sets of bleachers on the home side, three on the away. Kudlachek delivers over the middle, it's caught about eight yards downfield, hauled in by Max Rodriguez, the tight end, Able to get to the first down marker two yards after the catch on the first catch of the season for the junior. Not just nine yards. He's just short. Second completion for Kudlachek. See if that gets him going a little bit here. Keeps it himself on the read option. Sprints to the outside. Tripped up out of bounds after he got the first down. Few yard pickup into Amherst territory to the 42. Or, pardon me, 47. Tenth carry already for Carson Kudlaczek. Three split to the right, one to the left. That ball in the left hash in motion. Jensen Anderson right to left. Here's Kovacek, dropping back. Plenty of time in the pocket. Goes deep down the left sideline, right on the money. Cooper Butler, touchdown, Blue Hawks. A 47-yard strike down the left sideline for the first score of the game. 47 yards. Found Butler in stride. 1008 remaining first half and there's the first six. And a timeout taken before this point after by the Blue Hawks. So we'll take a break with them. It's 6 nothing. Blue Hawks in front of the Broncos on ESPN Tri-Cities.
9: CHS Agri Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Yep,
0: doing well. Hastings Saint Cecilia calls the timeout. Uh, Coach Head. Sent out the two-point conversion group, maybe thought better of it and was, wanted to try the point after or didn't have the right unit out for that two-point try. Either way, two timeouts now remaining for the Bluehawks and the Broncos. And indeed, that did seem to be the case. It looked like they were going to go for two, but now lining up for the point after. Kavachek will be the kicker out of the Cooper-Butler hole. Good snap, good hold, nearly blocked the kick up and had the distance and it was in between the uprights. The kick through. It's 7 nothing. Hastings St. Cecilia 1 and 0 on top of 0 and 1 Amherst. 1008 remaining in the first half. You're listening to high school football on ESPN Tri-Cities.
14: Sealy's Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and uses environmentally friendly products. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. Located at 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings.
7: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as the leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer.
0: We're back here in Amherst. The new score: seven 0 Hastings Saint Cecilia on top of the Amherst Broncos. First road game for the Blue Hawks traveling north facing a new opponent. Broncos hosting their first 11-man football game since 2006. they had been in class D1 or even class D2 in recent seasons. Here's the kickoff for Kovacek. It's low and bouncing angled to the left sideline holding up in the grass and diving on it at the last second the Broncos. St. Cecilia almost recovered that. Quinn Rosno was in the area. Amherst was hoping it would go out of bounds but in this grass field it died at the 13 yard line. So the Broncos are backed up to start this drive. Amherst has gone backwards each of their last two possessions. St. Cecilia hoping their defense can continue to flex and set up great field position for the offense. Hadwiger in at quarterback. Fisher was ineffective to start. Tage Hadwiger in the shotgun with a back to his left gets a high snap pitches. Some space along that left side. It's a good run here for Christian Wick. He gets to the sideline to the 35-40 and bumped out of bounds at the 45-yard line. Kovacek makes the stop. That's a 30-yard carry on the option pitch to Christian Wick. Good job by Hadwiger for Amherst. It was a high snap about eye level. Didn't phase him. He was able to execute a quick pitch there on the speed option to the left side and nobody home there for the Blue Hawks defense. Everybody cleared out. Have to compliment the blocking of the Broncos as well. That accounts for more yards than they had in their previous ev- every previous drive. They had four possessions before this hadn't managed 30 yards. Triple option pitch right side. Tesmer hit in the backfield and he goes down, leading the way. Braden Rutt, senior linebacker for the Blue Hawks. That ball backed up to the 42. Loss of five. They exhausted all of the three options there and Tesmer still had no room to work. Out of that two-back set in the shotgun, they faked the dive and Hadwiger got rid of it right away because that D-line for the Blue Hawks blew up the play. 9-18 Nine eighteen remaining quarter number two seven nothing Saint Cecilia rolling left in trouble escaping the blitzer and now tucking the football Hadwiger gets creative bounces to the outside where Rodriguez wraps up his ankles at the forty-seven yard line a pickup of four make that five sets up third down and nine for Amherst dancing around athletically he was the six foot four one hundred eighty pound junior. Tage Hadwiger, Tage T A Y J E. Hadwiger not nearly as effective in game 1 against Wood River as Fisher. Fisher led the team in passing and rushing. Hadwiger more effective here. 3rd down and 9 from the left hash. Snap back. Hadwiger back pedaling. Still looking to throw off his back foot on loads low. Nobody open. It felt like double coverage across the board. The intended target was Owen Stokebrand, a junior running back. Fourth down and nine from their own 47. Amherst likely to punt. Hadwiger returns to the sideline where Farron Klingelhofer, the Broncos head coach, saying maybe go outside the pocket there. He dropped back a good 10, 15 yards maybe, just a constant backpedal, and threw off the back foot. Not that there was anybody open. Here's Nolan Elo, fresh off a 44 yard punt. (laughs) Has it at his own 47. Good snap back, steps into it, unloads. This is a bomb again, and it's a touchback. So that's just a net of 23 yards this time around. But, and you got to think Elo, one of the best punter kicker. Combo, you could say for either of those positions, one of the best in C2. He's showing that right now. Impressive. Eight nineteen remaining. Half number one. Seven nothing. Hastings Saint Cecilia. For forty-seven yard touchdown pass. Out of the right arm of Carson Kudlachek. That's the difference so far. Not much offense otherwise for either side. Here's Kudlachek in the pocket. He wants another deep pass down the right side for Butler, but this one about five yards beyond him. Solid coverage by Nolan Elo of the Broncos. Be sure to tune in after this broadcast on KHAS. That's where we'll have our Friday night scoreboard show, which is brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. A wide receiver split to either side for St. Cecilia, second and ten. Give is to Evans and nowhere for him to go. Ripped backwards by Brody Bogard. Tesmer is the one that got to the ground and really created a barrier a few bodies wide for Evans on the carry, so no gain. Third down and 10. Evans has been ineffective so far. That's three carries for six yards after his 86-yard performance on eight carries last week. Credit this Broncos defense. 7.45 remaining first half and counting. Kudlacek gets his line set for this three wide receiver shotgun snap. Now wants to run, pump fake, tucks it, falls down. Slipped. He was trying to dodge a defender at the 21. Gained a yard, is all. He was trying to sell the sell the pass as long as he could, but I don't. He didn't fool me, and I don't think he fooled the Bronco defender who was playing a zone on that side either. So now Kubacek standing at his own five, ready to punt. Three and out for St. Cecilia who leads 7-zip with 7 minutes left in the second quarter. Good snap back. Here's Kudlacek. Spiraling kick. Short taken from the 50. Lots of space. Oh, it closed quickly. Excellent tackle in open field by Max Rodriguez. Has his first catch of the season. A couple of prominent stops as well. Able to corral the return man Easton Malik but still, ball at the 42 of Saint Cecilia, best field position of the game for Amherst. It is Had Hadwiger still at quarterback. The junior gives it. A little counter play, no space there for Wick. First guy to the play for the Blue Hawks. Max Rodriguez. Eight tackles a week ago for the 180-pound junior linebacker, already up to at least three here. That won a TFL. Wick got put a yard backwards. Wick has four carries, three of them for negative yardage, the other one for 30. Two back set for second and 11 from the 44, the Blue Hawks. Long read option play. Hadwiger keeps it. Dips past the first defender, then makes contact with the linebacker, shoves him backwards. And the quarterback able to plunge up to the 38 of St. Cecilia, setting up third down and five after the six-yard carry. Three carries for 18 yards for Hadwiger. And Hadwiger last week won for five through the air for just seven yards, carried it four times and lost nine yards. But a roll reversal here. Hadwiger far more effective than the starter Fisher. Five and a half to go first quarter. Seven nothing St. Cecilia. Amherst. Play action. And there's big Jaden Lagunas getting in the backfield. Hadwiger needs to get rid of it. And doesn't, he, he didn't get it past the line of scrimmage. That'll be intentional grounding. He got wide of the pocket there, but he didn't throw it far enough. He was desperately needed to heave that football, but... Was short of the line of scrimmage. That'll back up the Broncos even farther. If it's, yeah, they're going to walk this one back, plus the loss of down. It wasn't field goal range yet, even for Elo, who we've praised so far, but intentional grounding will knock that football back 15 yards to the 49 of the Blue Hawks. And they'll punt this one away, hoping to pin St. Cecilia deep. Second straight three and out, forced by the Blue Hawk defense. Here's Elo's kick, this one high, end over end. Faircott's catch signaled for. It bounces beyond the the return man and out of bounds around the 12. So that is a 36-yard punt, and it does effectively put the Blue Hawks back. They'll start this drive at the 12. Up one touchdown. 5-12 remaining first half. Seven zip. One long pass. The difference in this game. Both defenses really showing up and playing good football today. Wind has picked up. I think that's a benefit for everybody out there in this hot day. Running up the middle. Here's Kovaček, and he doesn't have anywhere to go. Gets two yards up to the 15, make it three. 12 carries for Kudlacek. Sun now setting beyond the trees that tower over the west side of this facility. After the flat field, the big decline there beyond it. Read option, quarterback keeps it near the 20, it is up to the 20. Gets five yards, third down and two coming up. Someone lost their helmet. That's Kudlacek. Kudlacek lost his helmet. He'll have to sit out of play. Carson Kudlacek, the senior quarterback, goes to the bench because his helmet came off ahead of a third down and two play. Coach Head could call timeout here, but he's opting instead to put Chase Evans in at quarterback. Evans in the shotgun for third and two gets the snap. He's running right on the along the right side, has some trouble and is pulled backwards. He didn't get there. Maybe got a yard. It's fourth down and one at their own 21 yard line. Evans, just nothing going for him today. That line unable to pave and No! They say he got it! The far side line judge put up his fist, signaling fourth down, overruled on the spot. It's a two-yard carry for Chase Evans and a huge first down because that would have been a a big gamble to go for it, fourth and one on your own 21. Kodlachek back in there, has his helmet secured, hands off. Evans wrapped up right away. Carter Riesland, the junior, 6'4", on the stop. Evans gets a yard or make it two. Five carries, Chase Evans ten yards. Clock winding three minutes and fifteen seconds. First half. Seven zip. Hastings St. Cecilia coming off a 35-0 win over Wilbur Claytonia. This Amherst bunch, they're playing good D. Here's Carson Kudlaczek, Waist high snap. Stepping up in the pocket. Hit as he throws and jump ball. Incomplete. Landing hard was Butler. Draped all over him. Nolan Elo, the six-foot senior defensive back. An incompletion means it's third down and seven for Hastings St. Cecilia at their own 24. The clock stopped at 258. Kudlaczek with three completions in this game. Going for 73 yards. He'll be looking to throw again here. Is in the pocket darts over the middle and it's complete for a first down across the 35 to the 36 yard line. Finds his target Jensen Anderson who had three catches for 63 yards last week. Good for about 11. 2.45 left first half. Two first downs, this drive for the Blue Hawks on play action. They throw to the right side and Butler, Butler one-on-one in open space, breaks the tackle of Elo and dives forward near the first down marker. Athletic play there by Cooper, Butler to get nine yards. Like that look there for the Blue Hawks, the second time they've tried the wide receiver screen, get some of their athletes in space one-on-one. He made Elo miss and then the second defender had to push him forward. Quick to the line of scrimmage for second and one. On the counter, handoff, space for Evans this time, and he drags forward the defender. Wyatt Anderson, 230-pound junior, went for a little bit of a ride into Bronco territory to the 48. Seven-yard carry for Chase Evans. That's his best run of the game. Third first down this drive, and the Bluehawks starting to move the football as the clock strikes two minutes to go in the second quarter. Fake the counter handoff, sling it left side, Anderson, lots of space, he has the sideline, he's to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, all the way home, Jensen Anderson, 49 yards on the quick wide receiver screen, and the Blue Hawks are ahead two scores, with a minute 48 left in the first half. The quicks of Jensen Anderson on full display. Beautiful play. They'd run both of those successfully that drive. The counter handoff and the wide receiver screen. That time they faked the counter and threw the screen to the opposite side. Good play calling by the Blue Hawks. Point after nearly blocked. It's up and through just barely from Kudlachek. And that makes it 14-0 with 1.48 left in the first half. The Blue Hawks lead the Broncos on ESPN Tri-Cities.
2: Hastings.com
3: Family owned and operated for 30 years. Holders irrigation is here to help you with any of your irrigation needs. Our four locations can compete with any other irrigation company in sales and service. Holdridge, Lexington, Alden, Ravenna all have incredible stores where you can get any ranked to pay the part and talk to some amazing people. Stop by and meet the family anytime between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday. For more information, check us out at holdridgeirrigation.com or give us a call at 308-995-4000 to schedule an appointment for a quote on a new ranked
13: to
0: Michael Shively back with you here in our Carney Towing and Repair Broadcast booth. Uh, want to thank some of our sponsors today, including Medica and Currency. Currency makes financing quick, easy, and secure for heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. 14-0 the score, a 49-yard pass going from Kudlachek to Anderson. And the Bluehawks in control by two scores. Kudlachek boots it away. High end over end kick taken from the 15-yard line. Jutting to the outside, finding a little bit of space. Again down the sideline. He's still in bounce to the 50. Cuts back in at the 45 to the 41-yard line. Easton Malik. He's a freshman. I don't even have him on my sheet. Got to go to the full roster to find Easton Malik, who's made some big plays as a return man. And with a minute 37 to go, in this first half, Amherst has good field position at the 40 of the Bluehawks. Their best field position of the game. But can they do anything with, with it? Here's the drive chart for the Broncos. One first down and punt, three and out punt, missed field goal, punt, three and out, three and out. Hold up, penalty flag, Pulling that one back. Penalty flag against the Broncos. Moves that football back to the 24 yard line. Ouch. That changes everything for Amherst. They might just try to get to half with a minute 37 left on the clock. Down 14 0. Empty shotgun formation. Here's Hadwick. Make that Fisher stepping up. Bombs it deep down the sideline and a pass interference call. Double coverage. They were looking for Nolan Elo down the left side. Both Chase Evans and Carson Kabachek were there. And again, I, I'm not sure there was tons of contact, but the officials throwing the flag. That evens it out. I didn't think it was a there was a good pass interference call earlier that went the Blue Hawks way, and I'm not sure this one's that great either. We'll move it up 15 yards for Amherst. First down and 10 now from their own 39 with a minute 31 left. Half number one, 14-0 St. Cecilia. Scoreless after one quarter here in Amherst. Then two long passes, one of them a fly route down the left side, the other a screen pass to a wide receiver who ran the rest of the way. A running back on either side of Riley Fisher, I believe coach Klingelhofer opting for Fisher because he believes he's a better passer. Straight drop back in the shotgun. Fisher, plenty of time, throws, incomplete. It's a little bit in front of Tesmer, who is running a post route to the left side. Short side of the field, pretty good ball. You know, really, I, I feel like Amherst, their routes, they're cutting him off a little bit, making it harder for the gunslingers for the Broncos to complete passes and they've had a lot of trouble doing it haven't completed one yet in this game five wide receiver empty set ball in the left hash for second and ten from their own 40 the Broncos get the snap back unblocked blitzer and nothing that Fisher could do besides throw at the feet of Nolan Elo Max Rodriguez was screaming unabated towards the QB not a sight I'd like to see Rodriguez has been fantastic in this game. Lovely sunset developing in the distance to the west. This facility, a combo old baseball field, does not appear to be in use anymore, but does have the dirt misshaped like a diamond. Here's third and ten. Four wide receiver set. Fisher. Quick pass, right side. It's caught short of the line and tackle made. Quinn Rosno in open field, able to drag down Ben McGee for a seven yard pickup on third down and 10. So, fourth down and three from their own 47 for Amherst as the clock winds to a minute and ticking. The offense looks to be staying out there. Elo is the punter and he split wide. Fourth down and three, and timeout taken by Amherst with 50 seconds to go in the half, their second timeout of the half. It's 14-0 St. Cecilia. What will happen on this fourth down and three call? We'll find out after this on ESPN Tri-Cities.
1: Five Points Bank of Hastings wants to be your banking partner. We offer a wide selection of banking products, friendly and courteous customer service, and many other special benefits as well.
7: For example, members of our Golden Club receive free checks, discounts on bank services, get to attend a free monthly movie event, and participate in hosted travel opportunities as well as our delicious annual holiday luncheon. We invite
1: you to make the move. Visit with one of our bankers about how we can be your banking partner. Five Points Bank, the better bank.
0: What will coach Farron Klingelhoffer of Amherst do here? He had the offense still out there. They say 4th and 2 on the scoreboard. And looking at it, yeah, it does look more like 4th down and 2. So an 8-yard completion to Ben McGee on 3rd down and 10. Will Amherst punt it away with 50 seconds, or are they going for it? If they fail to get this conversion, Hastings St. Cecilia will get the football on the Amherst side with two timeouts and. Oh, about 45 seconds or so to work with. Already up 14 points. Well, Amherst does have a good kicker, so they they could still have the goal of just trying to get about 25 yards and trying for a field goal. And yeah, they do send out the offense. Fourth down and two at their own. 48, 50 seconds to go first half. 14 zip Blue Hawks. Four wide receivers set. Shotgun snap. It's back to Fisher. He's running the option. Pitches left side and it's dropped. A loss on the play. Corralled by Amherst. A lineman falling on it. Brody Bogard back to the 43-yard line. A loss of five. And a turnover on downs for Amherst with 45 seconds left in the first half. Appreciate the aggression there. But an interesting call by Coach Klingelhofer. So 43 yards to go here for Hastings-St. Cecilia, trying to add to a 14-0 lead. Kodlachek launches deep down the right sideline, incomplete. And Butler was maybe running a slightly different route or a more delayed route than Kodlachek thought. It was a good 10 yards past him. And closer to Nolan Elo, the cover man. So second and ten, just six seconds wind off the clock there. Again, St. Cecilia has a couple timeouts. They need to go 43 yards. Trips to the left, one to the right. Kovacek throwing left into coverage and intercepted. Picked off by Riley Fisher of Amherst. And he's dragged out at the 30. Second interception of the game thrown by Kovacek. So Riley Fisher picks it off. That gives Amherst the ball with 29 seconds. Just at their own 30, so I would be shocked if they tried to do too much with this, but they might take a deep shot or two. nothing hastings Hastings-St. Cecilia, but they're minus two in the turnover column. Two wide receivers left, a tight end on the right side. Snap back to Fisher, drops back to throw. Flushed out of the pocket, throws across his body off of the hands of Carter Riesland. Not even off the fingers that time, hit him right in the hands. Could have turned around and had some space to get the first down there on that short toss, but the tight end couldn't secure it. That's a few drops for Amherst. They just have the one completion to McGee for eight yards. And that's it. 23 seconds left in this first half. Will the Broncos be content to just run it out? They have Tesmer in the backfield to the left of Fisher. Four wide receiver formation. Dropping back again. Getting some happy feet. Throws over the middle. Caught. Owen Stokebrand drilled right away. Who's there with the tackle? That was Butler. And timeout taken by Amherst. They won another shot at it still with 13 seconds left, so we'll take a 15-second break here on ESPN Tri-Cities.
9: CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center and Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek, people and resources you can count on always.
0: 13 seconds left first half and it's 14 nothing Hastings St. Cecilia they have two big plays a 47 yard touchdown pass and a 49 yard touchdown pass otherwise their offense has been ineffective Amherst they've had good field position at times but haven't been able to move the football at all they've also intercepted two passes so both offenses just relying on big plays A 30-yard run for Amherst and those two nearly 50-yard passes for St. Cecilia. It was Amherst who called this timeout, their final timeout of the first half. Backed up at their own 35 for third down and six. This one's a puzzling one for me because if you throw an incompletion, there's still time left and you have to punt it away. And there's tons of things that can go wrong if you punt it away. Just let this one go to half. But instead, Riley Fisher stands alone in the shotgun formation. Wants to throw, steps up in the pocket, unloads, broken up, good coverage on the play. Brayden Rutt, the 220 pound senior, running step for step with the Amherst return man or receiver. And there's eight seconds left in half number one. So Amherst will have to punt this away. See, there's, I feel like there's way more that can go wrong than can go right if you call timeout with 13 seconds left at your own 35. See what St. Cecilia can do here. Perhaps a return, perhaps a block. They don't get a hand on it. It's a low kick. Fielded at the 30-yard line. Up to the 35, scoots Anderson. Left sideline, 40, 44-yard line. Pushed out of bounds there as the clock strikes zero. So Amherst gets away with it. But it's hasting. Oh, wait, there's a flag. There is a flag. So we could have one more play. Depending on what this is. It's a block in the back on St. Cecilia, so that should take it to halftime. They're going to go visit with Farron Klingelhofer of Amherst. Well, folks, I do want to let you know that if you stick around here at halftime, we have a recorded interview with Coach Matt Franzen of Hastings College, the Broncos play their first GPAC game at Midlands. Tomorrow, Mike Will will be on the call right here on ESPN 1550 92.7. They do decline the penalty, so that means it's the end of half number one with the score, Hastings St. Cecilia 14, Amherst nothing. We'll have that interview with Coach Franzen coming up, plus look at your halftime statistics and your scoreboard. For area results. Stick around, you're listening to High School Football on ESPN Tri Cities.
8: Lincoln to
14: every day for lunch specials. Rivals also is serving up the best pizza and drink specials every Husker and Hastings Bronco game. Open daily at 11, Rivals Bar and Grill. Join the Rivals team today. Osborne Drive in Easton Hastings. Like us on Facebook to see what great specials we offer in happy hours. Rivals, your fun, laid-back sports bar with delicious food and ice-cold drinks.
7: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Relationships matter.
11: Success in agriculture depends on many. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships found. <laughs> Town Country Bank. Member FDIC.
10: Hi, this is Grant from King's Pharmacy here in Hastings. And now you've heard of CBD. At Keith's Pharmacy, we have professional grade farm-to-pharmacy CBD oils and salves. CBD products can be used for pain, anxiety, and insomnia. We even have CBD products safe for your pets. And we're here to answer any questions you might have about our professional grade CBD products. Stop in to see us at Keith Pharmacies, your friendly pharmacies in Hastings, downtown or at Keith's Medical Park
12: Pioneer, with you from the word go.
9: See Impact Seed. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Spitzfield, Doberton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
15: Matt and the head football coach at Hastings College, going to join us at halftime here today. The Broncos going on the road to... Just outside of Chicago picking up a non-conference win last week over Trinity International and Coach, uh, a long trip but you got the, the W and that's the, the most important thing.
16: Yeah, it was a, it was a long trip. Um, it, it was a good trip by the time we got home. I'm glad that, we, glad that we went. Obviously glad for the outcome of the game but we were able to get out there and, and um, we did a, a, a Soldier Field tour when we got in and took the team down there and I had never been to Soldier Field. Most of our maybe all of our players hadn't either. So that was neat to be able to get in and have an experience like that along with the game.
15: kind of thought it was important to get a game in because our opponent we're going to see tomorrow also played last week, and you certainly don't want to go in your first game of the season uh, green, do you?
16: No. It's, you know, any in football from game one to game two is where you're going to see your biggest improvement. And so uh, being able to get game one out of the way last week as Midland did now moving into game two, I think both teams are working on on those improvements. But for if, if we we d- if we wouldn't have played that first game, I think going into the second game where where they would have played one would have put us really behind the eight ball.
15: What did you like most about your team last week? Well, I think the biggest
16: thing was the just the, the team, the team mentality, the the camaraderie that we've been working to build, um, really 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 showed up. And on on a 10-hour road trip, there's plenty of opportunities for guys maybe to get frustrated or or a little bit upset not necessarily with the game the way that it played out but but just with little things with being being late here and there and and uh, or, or issues at a hotel and i didn't hear any complaining didn't hear any you know I- any of that uh, and then when the game started our guys hung together even even when things maybe didn't go well we didn't see finger pointing and and, and that sort of thing. And I think, I think we've taken a big step from last season to this season in that regard. Um, and so that needs to continue. And, and as we see better and better opponents, obviously you face more and more adversity. And, uh, and we'll, see, we'll see how that unfolds. But our, I think our leadership is, has been good so far.
15: Put up 28 points, but uh, really didn't go up and down the field. 128 yards rushing, 125 yards passing. So, but you put up the 28 points. That's the good thing,
16: right? Well, I think we, you know, we took advantage of some things that they that they gave us, especially in the second half. Um, once we got got out of out of halftime and and figured out how they were adjusting in certain situations, um, the two touchdown passes in the second half um, were a result of, of of really good game planning, and um, and so anyway, no, we I think we took what we. What what we could and and made the plays that we needed to make there there were plenty of plays um out there that we left out there on the field that we have to execute and take advantage of as we move into uh playing some better teams
15: two and eight last year for the Broncos but I think uh, a lot of optimism uh we saw you through the spring ball looked pretty good uh, heading into the season had a, a pretty good practice session so uh, what's the attitude around there Yeah you know the
16: guys are very optimistic uh we're we're in, anytime you come off of a win, the guys are going to be upbeat, and, and I guess winning, winning the way we did, uh, it, it's been a, a very positive week um, of practice this week, and, and, um, and we're excited to go into this game. I think our team knows who Midland is. Obviously, we've got film of their first game and, and see what they do, and so we, it's a, it, it'll be a big challenge for us, but, um, but I think our mindset is in, in the right place
15: taking a, a big step, I think, in competition here today. Midland might be one of the, the better teams in the g Pack. Well, they,
16: they are, at least as far as talent goes. Um, you know, last year, is, uh, they started the season really well a year ago, and they took Northwestern to overtime, and then they beat Dort, um, who were the second and third teams in the conference by the end of the season, and then they had some injuries. And so um, where they are now, where Midland is now, they're they're healthy, and, and they have the players back, and so I think we're going to see a team that's going to look a lot more like they did at the beginning of the season last year.
15: Very good on offense. Uh they rolled up over 300 yards rushing in the ball game against the University of St. Mary, but also got a very capable quarterback that can throw the thing around too.
16: Yes, they they were very good on offense. They they ran the ball um because they could run the ball. You know, they didn't really need to need to throw the ball or or, or rely on the perimeter to make plays. Uh, but I think they have the skill
15: people on the quarterback to do that. Which uh how do we approach this thing obviously uh Midland is going to be a big challenge. What are you telling you guys How, how do we go up there and, and and upset these guys?
16: well, we go in and and we, we we play the game and we uh you know we don't change anything about how we approach this game as compared to the last game only it except that it's a closer, shorter road trip. Um, but we take the same, the same approach, the same team mentality. Uh, we, need, we need the same kind of positive leadership. And then once the game starts, mm. we need that same positivity to, to roll through from quarter to quarter um, as, uh, you know, as, as the game unfolds. How, th-
15: how do we attack this team?
16: well uh, offensively we'll we'll run our offense um, you know, I think we're going to see some some better players than we saw a week ago. There's a few players specifically that stand out on their defense that we need to 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 locate and and make sure that we're that we're accounting for and get a hat on a hat, so to speak um with those guys but but otherwise we need to execute we need to execute better than we did a week ago, but you know I would say that if we're if we're playing midland or or morningside or or Crete High School, our execution needs to be better than it was in Game
15: One on offense. The defense is going to have a, a big challenge. It's going to be a, a pretty good offense we're going to see.
16: It's, it is. It's going to be a very good offense, and I think you know defensively we need to we need to keep them in check. Where that means controlling the run game and and um, and and controlling the big play we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna give up nothing we're, we're not gonna shut these guys down completely they're gonna they're gonna get yards and they're gonna get some points but i think defensively it's also keeping a cool head when those things do happen um, last week we gave up a couple long balls but never really felt threatened and I think Midland is good enough when they do make the big play that they're going to follow that with a potential for another big play. And when those things happen defensively, we need to take a deep breath and, and stay calm and, and, and keep playing. But we also need to create our big plays and maybe take a couple chances for that.
15: Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Kickoff will be at 1 o'clock tomorrow in Fremont. Pregame show begins at 12 o'clock noon
6: on ESPN Radio. Locally-owned Hastings Physical Therapy is the leader in one-on-one hands-on care. Hi, my name is Sean Varnerfect, and at Hastings Physical Therapy, we want you to know the choice is yours when selecting your physical therapist. Our staff at Hastings Physical Therapy is committed to helping patients meet their goals in a relaxed, calm environment with the highest level of care for your recovery. We're located at 2307 Osborne Drive West at the corner of 281 and Kansas Avenue. To learn more about our services and team, log on to HastingsPhysicalTherapy.com. Ryan Trampy
7: is the very principal of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. i Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer.
0: Michael Shively back with you here in Amherst. It's at halftime right now where Hastings St. Cecilia owns a 14-0 lead over the Broncos. The Blue Hawks getting it done thanks to a pair of long touchdown passes, one going 47 yards, one going 49 yards. Your halftime show is brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local Yellow Pages. Well folks let's run through your halftime statistics first for the Blue Hawks who again lead this one 14-zip. It was scoreless after one quarter before those two long throws. Carson Kovacek has accounted for most all of the yardage in this game for the St. Cecilia. He's carried the ball 13 times for 33 yards. Through the air, six completions. Two of them to Jensen Anderson for 60 yards. Two for Cooper Butler going for 56. One to Demuth. That one went for 17 yards. Hayden Demuth and Max Rodriguez hauled in a nine-yard catch so that's 142 yards through the air for st cecilia in addition to the 33 rushing rushing yards for kubachek chase evans has six carries for 17 yards so just 50 yards on the ground at halftime for the blue hawks that adds up to 192 total yards for hastings st cecilia looking at the amherst side of things uh, tage hadwiger had the most luck on the ground. Riley Fisher looked better through the air, but wasn't able to do much work. So it, it was really the uh, the quarterbacks couldn't find completions, and there wasn't much running room, so not much offense for Amherst. Hadwiger, three carries. They went for 18 yards. Fisher had a carry for no yards. Two carries for Ben McGee, and they went for... Minus 5. Jesse Tesmer, 5 carries. Lost a yard. Christian Wick had 4 carries for 23 yards. And then the team lost 5 yards on a fumble. So that's just 43 rushing yards. Through the air, only 1 completion. It went to Ben McGee for 8. So 51 total yards for Amherst at halftime. That's through the course of... Two, four, six, seven drives, just fifty-seven. Make that fifty-one yards. So credit Hastings Saint Cecilia that defense, especially really both sides of it. The defensive line has been strong against the run and been able to get pressure without bringing a blitz. And the secondary has blanketed receivers. There hasn't been anybody running open this whole game. the The bulk of the offense coming on one thirty-yard carry by Christian Wick on an option play. Otherwise, the Broncos managed just 21 yards of offense in that first half. So Hastings, St. Cecilia really showing out on the defensive side of the football so far today. 14-0 the score. Blue Hawks in front of the Broncos. This is the first 11-man football game held here in Amherst since 2006. Let's check in on scores from around the area. Starting in Class A, Kearney with a 28-7 lead over Fremont. Omaha Westside up 17-7 over Grand Island. Both of those Class A games in the second quarter or at halftime. Class C1 action. Adams Central 9, Holdridge 7. That game at half. That's an interesting score. Also at half, Aurora 20, Boone Central 6 in Class C1. McCook 24, Gothenburg 14. That game at half. Gothenburg the next opponent for Adams Central. A game you'll hear here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Minden on top of St. Paul. 16-0 at halftime. Class C2 action. Valentine victorious over Centura. 28-20. Donovan Trumbull. This one final it looks like. 28-15. Donovan Trumbull wins over West Holt. Wood River 36-0 over Gibbon right now on ESPN Tri-Cities. Other scores, uh, Kearney Catholic 24-7 over Hershey. Norfolk Catholic 28-7 over Ord. Alma 6 trailing Thunder Ridge, Kansas 22-16. Loomis on top of Arapahoe 22-8. Cambridge 16, Pleasanton 14. Exeter Milligan Friend with a win over McCool Junction 72-24. Class D2 scores Axtell 24, Overton 7. Elm Creek beats Bertrand 44-32. Fall City Sacred Heart leading Lawrence Nelson 28-6. And it's six-man football, Sumner Sumner, Eddyville Miller beats Stewart 46-6. So that's a check of your scoreboard here on ESPN Tri-Cities. The score at halftime is Hastings St. Cecilia 14, Amherst nothing. We'll be back with the start of the third quarter next on ESPN Tri-Cities.
9: THS Agriservice service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. THS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
5: Tom at Bert's Pharmacy here. We've had to make a few changes as a result of our fire at our downtown store. We've needed to update our software, and as a result, we have a new app to send in your refill requests. It's called RX Local, RX L O C A L. You can go to the App Store or Apple or Google Play. Another way is to text RX Local to 64890. That's 64890. Or you can just stop by and we'll help you get you going. The new app will allow you to send refill requests and look at all your profile and all your prescriptions. Give us a call. Any questions, 402-462-4466 or stop by at 1021 West 14th Street.
7: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer.
0: We're back here in Amherst, Michael Shively with you on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1550 AM, 92.7 FM. The score here at half is Hastings St. Cecilia 14, Amherst nothing. Two long touchdown passes from Carson Kublachek, one a streaking fly route down the left side, one a wide receiver screen on play action. Those are the touchdowns, and that's the difference in this ballgame. Amherst and Hastings St. Cecilia have both played quality defense in this game. Will somebody break in this second half, either to get this game close or to have the Blue Hawks run away? We talked all about it here at Halftime. Your Halftime Show brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Also want to talk some about injuries. Your injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. There are some injuries on both sides for Amherst, Tucker Stubbs, and... Ripken-Galloway, both out for this game, and we haven't seen Dawson-Kissinger for Hastings-St. Cecilia. Don't really have a lot of details on any of those, but that's the situation on your injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. All right, we're ready to kick this one off. Lights needed now as the sun mostly set here to the west as we approach 830. The temperature in Amherst, 81 degrees. Wind about five miles an hour is all. Enough to knock over the ball off the tee. Must not have put it in there very good because it is not breezy. It is humid. Early season high school football contest. Amherst wearing their red tops and white numerals. Hastings St. Cecilia, white tops, blue numerals, black pants, black helmets. Clint Head in his third year, former Donovan Trumbull coach, former Hastings College assistant, has this program up and running. Kissinger out, but they're going to want to keep depth, uh, keep their guys healthy. That's going to be a key because it's not a very big roster. If you had to point to a weakness for St. Cecilia, that's the one that I'd point to. Not tons of depth, just in pure numbers. Amherst has more bodies, and they just moved from 8-man. High kickoff from Amherst, sailing to the 7, taken there. This is Anderson along the right side. Finds a seam to the 30 and knocked out around the 35. They'll, well, they'll only give him the 32-yard line. So Hastings-St. Cecilia starts with the football at the 32. Just a nudge into quarter number three. Two big plays, the offense for the Blue Hawks. Carson Kodlachek struts out. He accounted for more than 250 yards and four touchdowns last week, has two touchdowns through the air so far today. From his own 33, brings a man in motion right to left, gives to the running back up the middle, charging forward, not finding much room, but enough to get positive yardage is Evans. Evans to the 37. We'll give him three yards on the carry. That's about what it's been Carries a 4 2 0 2 2 7 3 on the ledger for Chase Evans. Again, a receiver in motion. Triple option pitch to the receiver. It's Butler. Jukes past the first defender, drags a second one. Tage Hadwiger forward. Good job to get positive yards up to the 40. That's a gain of three for the Speedy Anderson. Third down and three. The result, one minute into the third quarter. Taking their time now. Sometimes a little more fast-paced than others for St. Cecilia. Two wideouts on either side with the ball on the left hash. Evans, the running back to the right of Kudlachek, who wants to throw. Throws the quick slant. Caught by Anderson. Can't shed the first group of tacklers. No, he does wiggle free and lunge. Threw another defender into Amherst territory to the 47-yard line. A gain of 13 on third and short. Anderson playing some good football. Now up to 73 receiving yards. A flag is in. This is late. It looks like it came after the play. I didn't see it earlier. It's against the Bluehawks. Are they moving the chains back? No. I, must, I think they got an unsportsmanlike call. But we'll see. I missed the signal from the ref. They backed this football up to the 36. They're moving the chains back. What down? So are we re- replaying the down? Or did they move the chains and they weren't supposed to? Yeah, the official calling things dead here. They think they moved the chains back and they weren't supposed to. It was after the play, an unsportsmanlike 15-yard penalty called against Hastings St. Cecilia. The chain gang, which is brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. But they moved, the chain gang moved back to the line of, new line of scrimmage and they shouldn't have. So first and 25 after that 15-yard unsportsmanlike penalty moves the ball back to their own 36. Stacked wide receivers, two on either side for Kudlachek. Quick pass to the left, caught by Anderson, has a lead blocker, gets to the outside. He's to the 50, 45, brought down at the 42-yard line. That's a gain of 24 on just a quick wide receiver screen to Jensen Anderson. Well, Anderson, he's becoming a key player in this game. The 155-pound junior had three catches for 63 yards last week. Now he's leading the team in receptions at four and yardage uh, nearing 100 on the game. Same formation, stacked wideouts on either side for second down at five. Kovacek keeps it, sprints up the middle and gets near the first down marker. And they'll give it to him at the 30 eight-yard line. Five yards picked up for Carson Kudlachek. Backed up for first down and 25, did not phase Hastings St. Cecilia. Now first and 10, quarterback running behind a blocker, bounces to the outside, a little too far. Good strong tackle by Riley Fisher. Kalacek is able to get to the 35. Got a couple yards and that moves the chains. Nine oh two remaining first half. St. Cecilia. Kudlacek, quick pass right side. Breaking a tackle, Butler. He's free to the 15, to the 10, to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown St. Cecilia, 36 yards. Cooper Butler scores on the third touchdown pass thrown by Carson Kudlacek. Third catch of the game for Butler. And the lead swells to 20 for Hastings St. Cecilia. Quick pass, good route run, bullet of a pass, good velocity there by Kudlachek, who's on for the point after try and sails it on through. 21-0 the score. St. Cecilia on its opening drive of quarter number three marches down the field for seven. 21-zip. Blue Hawks lead the Broncos. 847 to go in the third on ESPN Tri-Cities.
11: Relationships Success in aggregation. Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships Town Country Bank. Member FDIC.
0: Michael Shinefully back with you here in Amherst want to remind you about our Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. Tune in on KHAS, 10 o'clock, for the Friday night scoreboard show. ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Be sure to log on to ESPNSuperstation.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on our website. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. Carson Kudlachek, he might be a candidate for that. Do it all QB, defensive back, kicker, punter. For Hastings St. Cecilia, had a slow start both on the ground and through the air but has found his connections to Cooper Butler and Jensen Anderson. Speedy outside guys and, and that quick pass get it out of the hands fast whether it's a screen or a slant it's worked that last one a slant and a broken tackle low kick by uh, knuckle knuckleball it goes out of bounds so Amherst will get the ball at their own 35 decent field position with 847 remaining in the third quarter It's 21 nothing. Hastings-St. Cecilia. St. Cecilia, a couple down years, but got it really back on the tracks last year. Oh, we're going to re-kick. Another late flag came in. But Clint Head in his second season able to guide St. Cecilia to the second round of the playoffs. Fell to Wilbur Claytonia. Beat Wilbur Claytonia 35-0 last week at Duncan Field. So here's Kublachik again, this time kicking from his own 35, so backed up five yards. End over end, really a beauty of a kick taken from the four. Here comes Amherst, down the left side, another flag. Stood up at the 27-yard line. This is the return specialist, Easton Malik. And it's a penalty against Amherst. So the re-kick really helping out St. Cecilia here. Amherst will get it within their own 20-yard line, depending where this hold happens. Band has packed up here in Amherst. Entertained us with some tunes. First half and halftime. It was parents' day here. So parents of all players, not just seniors, get recognized. All the way back to the 12 instead of the 35. Huge difference when your offense has just 50 yards. Under center snap that time, and a traditional handoff is stuffed. No gain for... Jesse Tesmer second down and 10. This Blue Hawks defensive front has been stout allowed 43 rushing yards is all in the first half. Coverage has been even better only one completion managed by Amherst. The Broncos last week able to put up 29 points at Wood River tallied 234 yards they're not close to on pace to that right now. I-formation. Second down and ten. Handoff right up the middle. This time it will be positive yardage, but not much. Just two yards. A whole pile of white jerseys falling on top of Tesmer. 7.35 and counting. 21-0. Hastings St. Cecilia this amherst team 17 oh, nothing lead first half atwood river led 29 to 12 in the fourth quarter ended up losing that game 34 29 ouch i formation again for amherst for third and nine Looking to pass, Fisher throws, Cotts, and up to the 24. It's short of the first down marker, as a gain of about seven brings down up oh, fourth down and four. Seven yard completion, it's just the second completion of the game. That one, I believe, went to Wick. And the punt unit has to come out for Amherst. Here it comes from Elo. Low end over end. Takes a St. Cecilia bounce. Might have hit a St. Cecilia player on the foot. Alertly grabbing it there was Evans. Chase Evans. I don't know if it did hit the leg of a St. Cecilia player or not. But either way, Blue Hawks will get the football at their own 47. With 6.49 to go in the third, up 21 0. So, not much going offensively for Amherst. Credit St. Cecilia. Stacked wideouts to the left, one to the right. A backstanding to the left of Kudlaczek. He gets the carry. It's Evans. Dodges the first defender in the backfield and able to trip his way forward across midfield. Solid run of four yards for Evans. He had a lot of bodies to elude there. Was able to do it successfully. Shotgun. Back to the left, Evans. He gets the handoff up the middle, has space, has the first down to the 40, 35, 30, into open space to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Finally, Chase Evans has running room, and he knows what to do with it. A 49-yard run for a St. Cecilia score. It's a four-touchdown lead. Chase Evans had a big hole up the gut, bounced it to the outside to the right side. Found pay dirt. Kovacek, his extra point try. Good snap, good hold, and he belts it through. 28-nothing. He was 14 zip at half. It's 14 zip in the third quarter scoreboard in just 5 minutes and 49 seconds. Comfortable lead for St. Cecilia over Amherst here on ESPN Tri-Cities. the score here. Hastings-St. Cecilia on top of Amherst in Amherst. I'm Michael Shively. Glad you could join us this evening for Blue Hawks football on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1550 AM, 92.7 FM. Of course, online on the ESPN tab of newschannelnebraska.com. If you haven't checked it out, I encourage you to do it. We added a few new elements to it, some flashy design, or what I think is kind of flashy design. You can see Mike, Will, and Doug Duda's faces on it. Who wouldn't want that? Also a scoreboard, an automated scoreboard for all high school sports. That's worth checking out. Here's the kickoff from St. Cecilia leading 28-0. They kick it to Wick, who gets ahead of steam across the 25, up to the 29-30. Friendly giving him the 31-yard line. That's where Amherst takes over. Just 6.05 left, third quarter. No score through one quarter in this game. Amherst defense holding strong against St. Cecilia. Intercepted Kulacek twice. But the senior did manage a couple of long touchdown passes. Now to start this third quarter as a touchdown pass and then Evans has a touchdown run. Ball at the 30 for Amherst, wide shotgun snap to Fisher, pitches to the left and it's fumbled. St. Cecilia grappling for it. Their players say they have it. The play's called dead and St. Cecilia has the football. They recover the fumble, deep in Bronco territory. And there's the signal from the senior Kaden Krikak. Krikak recovers the fumble on the option play gone wrong. with 552 to go in this third quarter Saint Cecilia starts on the 30 in plus territory hand off up the middle that time Evans doesn't have any space he gets two man Evans I mean he was working for everything in the first half 17 yards on six carries nice to see him bust one open a moment ago second down and eight Two wide to the left one to the right back is to the right the handoff is to the back Evans Broncos knew what was coming there three red jerseys right at the line Evans able to push them backwards for two more And pounds, 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 and eventually you're going to break one like they did a moment ago. Bluehawks, even with the struggles early, did not deviate from the game plan. Under five to play in the third, up 28-0. Read option, quarterback, keeper. Don't think it was the right decision, but Kovacek still made the most of it. Pulled the ball, had two defenders right there, faked his shoulder going right towards him and they stopped in their tracks. Able to jet forward for three yards. It's fourth down and three. Offense will stay out there. It's at the 22. So it would be about a 37, 30, 39 yard field goal. You don't want to take that. Fourth and three. Kudlachek in the shotgun looking to throw down the left seam. Has his man incomplete. Excellent job breaking up the football by Tage Hadwiger. That was dropped right in the breadbasket of Jensen Anderson right after it arrived. Hadwiger's arm fell in that same spot to break it loose. I thought they had that at St. Cecilia. Instead, turnover on downs. They give it over at the 22 with 4.11 left in the third. Amherst. (laughs) Offense has not been able to get any room against the Blue Hawks. Shotgun form. It's Fisher again at QB. Fakes the pitch. Keeps it. Has some space. Stacked up at the 29. That's a 7-yard carry on first down. That's as good as it has gotten, really, for the Broncos. Their third longest play. A 30-yard run, an 8-yard pass, and then That's their second seven-yard play. So second down and three. Three minutes, 35 seconds and counting, remaining in the third quarter. 28-0 St. Cecilia. Snap goes off the hands of Fisher. Now he's running for his life. Tucks the football, dips past some defenders, bounces to the outside, has the first down to the 35, and shoved down at the 40. Terrific ad-libbing by Fisher. Bluehawk cramping that made the tackle here on the near sideline. Anderson down? Can't quite see the number. Getting stretched out by a teammate. That was a creative run for about 14 yards by Riley Fisher. So Fisher with two carries for 21 yards on that on this drive so far. Which is about half of their yardage from the first half. Clint's head making his way from the far sideline to the near sideline to visit his injured Blue Hawk. It is Max Rodriguez not Anderson. Rodriguez Limping his way back, not needing any help, likely just a cramp. Rodriguez did make that tackle, otherwise who knows how far that would have gone. I've been impressed with the juniors' play today. It's hot out. You're often more susceptible to cramps in the heat. Still over 80 degrees. You won't have too many games this season deep in the third quarter where it's over 80 First and ten from the 42-yard line from their own 42 for Amherst. Two wide outs to the left, a tight end to the right, and a false start. The third of the game on Amherst. Tage Hadwiger now in at quarterback. It's Fisher who had those nice runs, but Hadwiger in there now. The right tackle stood up. Wyatt Anderson, a 6'4", 230-pound junior. 28-0, 28 0 Hastings St. Cecilia and a slow developing game. No score after one quarter. 14 points in the second for St. Cecilia. Oh, whoa. It was offsides. They walked it back, then walked it forward. Penalty went against the Blue Hawks. First and five play action. Hadwiger rolls to his left, throws high, incomplete. Two Blue Hawks on coverage, including Anderson. Joined by Butler. You're not going to outrun that duo. Tough throw there for Hadwiger. Play action and then rolling to his left as a right-handed quarterback who has completed one pass this season. Low percentage play. Second and five, 317 remaining in the third. Too wide either side. Now the running back scoots up. Dropping back, Hadwiger goes deep over the middle towards his running back incomplete. Jesse Tesmer crept up to just behind the right tackle before the snap and then sprinted down the seam. It was a beautiful throw by Hadwiger. It looked like it was right there. Got his hands on it. Tesmer couldn't haul it in. Story of the day for Amherst few missed connections on the offensive side. Just two completed passes for 15 yards. That's not gonna get it done. Credit the Blue Hawks defense, both providing pressure and excellent coverage. Looking to throw again, Hadwiger all day long. Finally throws and it's incomplete. Anderson had a better chance at it than the target McGee. A late flag on this play in the area of holding. It is holding that will back Amherst up 10 yards, assuming it's accepted. It is not, so fourth down and five. At their own 47, will Amherst go for it, trailing 28-nothing with 3.04 left? No, they will not, the punt unit is out. Three oh four left in this third quarter. 28-zip the score. Timeout taken by Amherst. Maybe they will end up trying to go for it on fourth down and five from their own 47. We'll be back with that play after this on ESPN Tri-Cities.
13: My son Ben was very healthy when he was born. And when he was 15 months old... I- that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because I had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know Different individuals and families, and being.
0: Fourth down and five, and just before the snap, Amherst was going to go for it. Clint Head called a timeout at the absolute last split second, a la Pat Fitzgerald of Northwestern, who didn't get the call last week in the Nebraska football game. Clint Head did get the call there just before that fourth down and five snap. Hadwiger was in at quarterback, I had guessed, just before that, Amherst timeout, maybe they, they might change their mind and go for it. Kind of in a why not scenario. If you punt it away with 15 minutes left in the game, down 28, then you're probably not going to come back to win. So you might as well go for it as long as it's in reasonable territory. Right near midfield, fourth down and five. Call your best play to get five yards. That seems to be what Amherst wants to do. Clint Head talked it over, made sure he had the right personnel out there. Two wide receivers on either side. The ball on the right hash at the 47 of Amherst. They send the running back Tesmer up. It's an empty set and everybody runs. Ball was not snapped. False start on Amherst. And now we won't get to see what their best five-yard play is. Kind of a bummer, really. That's the third false start of the game, and and really that last one to call offsides on the Blue Hawks was generous to the home squad. So the punt unit now out there. Nolan Elo stands at about his own 28. Unloads this one not his best. Goes to the left sideline about the 38. So does not flip the field. Good spot for the Blue Hawks to start. 2.55 remaining in this third quarter. 28-0. Hastings-St. Cecilia leads. They've had to work hard to grab that lead. It was scoreless after one quarter. The big play. That's what the Blue Hawks have used. Just down by down, not able to, to get much going, but four big plays. 47 yards, 49 yards, 36 yards, 49 yards. First and 10, Kudlachek gets the snap, gives it to Evans. Evans running forward, runs over a lineman brought down, shy of the 45 at the 43, so it's a five-yard pickup. For the senior, make that the junior back. No huddle look. Already set for the next snap. Here it comes out of the shotgun. Handoff again. Evans, space. Breaks into the second level and into Amherst territory to the 42 yard line. 15 yards straight up the middle of the field for Evans, and this Amherst defensive line and linebacker core getting tired. Those were two, three, four-yard carries in the first half. Now they're going for 10-plus. Give again to Evans. Once more has a hole. Jets up to the 30. 31-yard line, so an 11-yard pickup. 14 carries now for Evans. And if this drive continues like it is, it could be the last one for the key skill position players of Hastings St. Cecilia. First and ten from the Amherst 31. Handoff up the middle. It's Evans busted to the right side. Leaps a defender inside the ten-yard line and brought out around the five. He hurdled a guy. (laughs) Chase Evans showing off his vertical leap. All the way to the 6. Hold up to the 11. Angled press box, tough to see. 25-yard jaunt plus style points for Chase Evans. First and 10 from the 11 for the Blue Hawks, up 28-0 with a minute 20 left in the first quarter. Good snap, handoff. Evans untouched all the way to Payert. 11 yards, the offensive line paving the way a truck could drive through the holes the Blue Hawks are creating. And it's 34-0 with a minute 12 left. Second touchdown run for Evans this half. Make that this quarter even. St. Cecilia Breaking the backs of this Amherst defense in the second half. Kudlachek, point after try. It's up and through. 35-0 the score. St. Cecilia will kick off to Amherst with a minute 12 remaining in the third next on ESPN Tri-Cities.
14: Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year.
0: Want to give a thank you to some of our sponsors today, including Medica and Currency. Currency makes financing quick, easy, and secure. For heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more, visit GoCurrency.com for details. Michael Shively with you in the Kearney Towing and Repair Broadcast booth. Another touchdown for Hastings St. Cecilia. Touchdown sponsored by Five Points Bank and Carney, The better banks. It's a five-points bank touchdown for Chase Evans to make it 35-0. Hastings-St. Cecilia, one minute 12 left in the third quarter. Kudlacek will kick it deep. Return game has been pretty good for Amherst, particularly when it goes to Easton Malik. The freshman, this one goes to Wick, who takes it from the 12. He's up to the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Had a nice hole, brought down from behind. Hayden Demuth with the stop, but good field position at the 42 for Amherst to start this drive. The problem for the Broncos, they haven't known what to do with it when they've had good field position. Only 51 yards of offense in the first half, and they have not come close to equaling it so far in the second half. 35-point advantage for St. Cecilia means that clock is running. It will not stop on dead balls. Will stop at the end of the quarter, which could be after this play. Shotgun formation. It's Hadwiger at quarterback. The junior gets the snap back, hands off to the left side to Tesmer on a stretch play, and he can't stretch past the defense. Brought down in the backfield. Another strong play made by Braden Rutt. The 220-pound senior linebacker runs really well for his weight, pushes him back to the 41, a loss of three on the play. That brings us to the end of quarter number three with the score. Hastings-St. Cecilia 35, Amherst nothing. Fourth quarter comes up after this on ESPN Tri-Cities. Time.
2: It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions stands with you, offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com.
15: The team
8: at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call
9: 463-1256 and let the client insurance team win you over. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. When you need body work, call Seely's Body Shop in Hastings. Seely's offers complete collision
14: repair and uses environmentally friendly products. Seeley's Body Shop, the name you trust. Located at 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings.
0: Michael Shively back with you here in Amherst. ESPN Tri-Cities, 92.7 FM, 1550 AM. If you are listening in the Hastings area, That FM travels a little better in the evening. You should be able to get it in most of Adams County. Just a tip if you're tuning in on 1550. Try that FM signal. Of course, you can go online, newschannelnebraska.com. Click the ESPN Tri-Cities tab. It's right there. Listen live, 1550-92.7. Third down and 20 for Amherst at their own 35. Play action. Fisher throws. It's caught. Did he hold on to it? Yes, but just a short gain up to the 38. That's about a three-yard completion to Ben McGee. Fourth down. They give him all the way up to seven yards. Fourth down and 15, so excuse me there. Third completion of the game is all for Amherst. They might as well go for it with this running clock scenario. Ball at their own 38. Glancing at the players out there for St. Cecilia you don't see number 14. That's Carson Kudlachek. So some reserves out for the Blue Hawks. Fourth and 15. Here's Hadwiger to throw left side and drilled. Cooper Butler arrives at the exact same time as the football. Runs right through Owen Stokebrand to break up the pass. Terrific defense again by Hastings, St. Cecilia, and another turnover on downs. Had one coming with 10-10 remaining at the 38. So their own, or rather for Amherst 38 is where St. Cecilia takes over here with 10 minutes and ticking, remaining in quarter number four. Backups coming out for the most part. For St. Cecilia, they still have Jensen Anderson split wide. Quinn Rosno in at running back. Aiden Schiefer at quarterback. Hands off, and Rosno drilled. Stacked up at the line. Tesmer met him right in the hole. So no gain for Ron- Quinn Rosno, a 160 pound junior. Again, running clock because of the 35-point lead. Nine minutes, ten seconds left in this game. 1-0 against 0-1. Those records about to grow on themselves. Running to the left, and that didn't look like it was the correct play. No one blocking out there, plus a defender coming from behind. And Schiefer just had to really fall down. Lost a couple yards. So third down and 12. 835 left and a 35 nothing Bluehawk advantage over Amherst. Broncos moving up to Class C2. Almost started the year with a win. Led by 17 in the fourth at Wood River. Lost the game. Handoff. Right up the gut. Got a yard. Who had that carry there? That was Rosno. So fourth down and 11 from the 42 of Amherst. From the 40 of Amherst, rather. And here's the punt unit. Coach Clint Head not trying to do anything too crazy. and I don't think they would have been that crazy to go for it there, given the field position. But respecting Amherst, wanted to show that, bringing the punt unit out. And now he calls timeout might instead try to go for it on 4th and 11. 7:37 left in this game. 35 nothing. Saint Cecilia leads on ESPN Tri-Cities.
7: channel seed products apart from other seed it's a direct connection to Monsanto a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology tested globally locally and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres Ryan Trampy your channel seed dealer
0: 35 nothing the score here in Amherst St. Cecilia with the advantage 737 remaining and you know, I didn't eat a lot before this, I'm getting a little hungry, and, and you get especially hungry when I have to do this read here. Certified Piedmontese Beef, Italian heritage breed, Nebraska-raised perfection. Certified Piedmontese Beef, lean, tender, and delicious, shipped right to your doorstep anywhere in the country. Healthy, powerful nutrition to play at your best. Order at cpbeef.com. Oh, boy, that's some good stuff. Punting it away, Hastings St. Cecilia. Kodlachek has it bounce at the 5, spins backwards to around the 10. And a late flag comes in. I think it's going to be on St. Cecilia. Braden Rutt finished off his block, or finished off his play, shoving Trey Anderson, the sophomore for the Broncos, to the ground. So that will improve the field position for Amherst with 7.14 to go. Good practice there for St. Cecilia if a situation arises where, you know, they're in plus territory but are backed up and need to punt, try to pin the defense deep and Kvacek did exactly what you want. That ball landed at the five and bounced back uh, towards the St. Cecilia side. So it backed up to about the 10, maybe 12. That penalty. We'll bring the football up for Amherst. They're up to about the 25 now, but we'll see where they actually place this ball. It's from the spot, and that penalty happened at about the 30. Big plays, the difference. There weren't any in the first quarter. Scoreless after 12 minutes. St. Cecilia didn't really find its offense in the second quarter either. Just two long passes, one for 47, one for 49. But then the third quarter, so-called floodgates open for the Blue Hawks. They put up three touchdowns. Could run at will up the middle with Chase Evans the last couple drives. They really wore down that Amherst front. Referees figure it out, place the ball at the 47 of Amherst. So really good spot for the Broncos to start this drive. But once again, that hasn't meant that they'll score. They haven't scored this game and haven't come close to 100 total yards of offense. Now working against some backup Blue Hawk defenders. See what they can do. Wait a second. Officials call it dead. What's actually happening here, the Bluehawks have brought out the punt unit. So Amherst, I guess, could elect to make them repunt. punt I feel like that play happened after, that penalty happened after the play was over. I think that's what Farron Klingelhofer is arguing right now. That flag came out, it, it was unnecessary roughness on St. Cecilia for continuing to play after the play was dead to me that signals that it should be Amherst ball 15 yards from where the penalty happens not the case and so the Broncos are switching out some personnel putting out their return specialist the freshman Easton Malik Here's another punt from St. Cecilia, spiraling kick to the 10, dropped by Malik, picked up at the eight, runs back to the 10, flag flies, and he's wrapped up at the 20. This, I think, is going against Amherst. So really that penalty against St. Cecilia hurt the Broncos. (laughs) Quite a bit, about 20 yards of field position. It's a block in the back against the Broncos. They're going to start inside their own 10. Worst field position of the game at the five. left in the fourth, running clock once it gets into game action. Here it is with Hadwiger in the end zone. Throws deep over the middle, picked off. The Blue Hawks intercept the football. Hayden Demuth rises up, comes down with it at the 37. An INT collected by St. Cecilia. So the ball at the 36 of Amherst with 6.37 remaining. Blue Hawks up 35-0 over the Broncos. St. Cecilia will improve to 2-0. And they're trying to pitch two straight shutouts. Blanked the Wilbur Claytonia Wolverines. Haven't come close to allowing a score to the Broncos either. I guess there was a first down and goal scenario, but quickly backed him up from there. Handoff to Rosno. He's spun forward to the 34, a gain of two or three. 160-pound junior did not get a carry last week, but did record a tackle. Quinn Rosno. Dawson Kissinger, five carries, 29 yards, and a 24-yard catch, plus six tackles last week. Has not played today. Don't have details on a possible injury. Hand off, Rosno, some space, navigates to the 25. Pickup of nine, that moves the chains. St. Cecilia first down. Checking around some other scores from the area. Kearney beats Fremont 49-21. The Bearcats 2-0 in Class A. Grand Island thumped by Westside. It's 37-7 in the fourth. West Side, one of the best in the state, if not the best. Give to Rosno up the gut again. And a good push from that backup offensive line. Well, it's not completely backups. Jaden Lagunas still out there. Thomas Thomas still out there. So actually, I take that comment back. There's not much depth in this St. Cecilia team. I don't know how much they're going to be able to go to the bench this game or this season. Six, that was a gain of six for Rosno. Second down and four. Four and a half to go. Quarterback is Evans. Gives to Rosno. No room this time. Falls forward. That's a good thing for the Blue Hawks. Gets two. Maybe just a yard. Third down and two. And did see Aiden Schiefer last drive at QB. Now it's Chase Evans who has a pair of touchdowns this half. In the shotgun, Evans gets it. Hands off, met in the backfield. Rosno dropped for a loss. Good stop for Carter Riesland, who had four tackles last week. The 6'4 junior haven't called his name too much today. There was no gain, so it's fourth down and two. Ball at the 17-yard line of Amherst. Evans with Rosno to his left in the shotgun. Gets the snap, gives it off. Rosno running into the back of his defender, plowing forward, trying to fight for yardage. Looks like he has it before he's shoved back. Depend on the spot. And they got it. Two yards for Rosno, and he needed two. Eight carries here in mop-up duty for the junior. Nine minutes gone in the fourth. Clock not stopping, except for changes in possessions and penalties. Three-wide receiver formation. Evans still at QB. Hands it off. And this time the give to Thomas Beikirk. nine Ninth grader, 135-pounder, gets five yards. Good chance here for some Seldom used guys to get it, but even, you know, your 350 pounder, Jaden Lagunas, still in there at left guard. Handoff. Contact in the backfield. No space for Bikirk. No gain. Third down and five from the Amherst 10. Just under two to play. Cannot kneel it out, so they'll keep running. Be curious if they get a first down, if St. Cecilia will try to punch it in or kneel it out from inside the 10. Shotgun form. Evans hands off by Kirk, swarmed. He'll lose a yard. Fourth and six. 125 and ticking. Of course, at this point, in 35-0 game, you're not kicking field goals. So the offense is out there, fourth and seven. See if Evans gets to put it in the air or if it's another give to Bykirk. Young bodies on the right side of the line, experienced on the left. The running back is on the left side of the QB. Evans is running. He's hitting the backfield. The right side of the line not able to hold... The first-string defense of Amherst. They streak in to stop Evans for no gain. And a turnover on downs on the final offensive possession for St. Cecilia. Blue Hawks will improve to 2-0. Broncos drop to 0-2. Amherst, uh, guessing will just kneel it here. Good showing by the Broncos. held St. Cecilia scoreless for a quarter, really fought defensively. Just couldn't find any room to work on offense. Snap back, hand off. Some space along the left side for the Broncos, cut to the middle of the field, stacked up and dropped at the 27, so a gain of 15 for the Broncos to finish out play. That's the end of the ball game. St. Cecilia has to work hard for it, but they do come away victorious with the final score 35 0. Hastings St. Cecilia is 2 0. Amherst 0 2. Big plays, Bowie the Blue Hawks, as they run away with this one in Amherst. Well, folks, lots to come up in our postgame show. We'll run through final statistics from this game. Check your scoreboard. Then get you on to the high school football scoreboard show. You're listening to ESPN
3: Family-owned and operated for 30 years, Holder Irrigation is here to help you with any of your irrigation needs. Our four locations can compete with any other irrigation company in sales and service. Holdridge, Lexington, Alden, Ravenna all have incredible stores where you can get any ranked to the part and talk to some amazing people. Stop by and meet the family anytime between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday. For more information, check us out at holdridgeirrigation.com or give us a call at 308-995-4000 to schedule an appointment for a quote on a new ranked to
1: five points bank of hastings wants to be your banking partner we offer a wide selection of banking products friendly and courteous customer service and many other special benefits as well
7: for example members of our golden club receive free checks discounts on bank services get to attend a free monthly movie event and participate in hosted travel opportunities as well as our delicious annual holiday luncheon
1: we invite you to make the move visit with one of our bankers about how we can be your banking
9: partner five points bank the better bank CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Hastings Ford Lincoln wants to buy your
8: vehicle. Due to the current national inventory shortage and rising customer demand, it is a great time to sell your vehicle. Your vehicle is most likely worth more now. Check for actual cash value. Give us a call at 402-303-1072 to see if your vehicle qualifies and to schedule an appointment with one of our evaluators. Hastings Ford Lincoln, we are Nebraska. Rivals
14: Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all to Rivals every day for lunch specials. Rivals also serving up the best pizza and drink specials every Husker and Hastings Bronco game. Open daily at 11, Rivals Bar and Grill. Join the Rivals team today. Osborne Drive in Eastern Hastings. Like us on Facebook to see what great specials we offer in happy hours. Rivals, your fun, laid-back sports bar with delicious food and ice-cold drinks. Ryan Trampy is
7: the very princip- of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as the leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Marian Trampy, your channel seed dealer.
5: Relationships matter.
11: success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships Country Bank. Member FDIC.
0: Welcome back here on ESPN Tri Cities. Michael Shively with you as we enter our post game show. Final score 20, make that 35 0, Hastings St. Cecilia on top of Amherst. That improves the Blue Hawks to 2 0, drops the Broncos to 0. And two, this is your New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment. So 35-0, Hastings St. Cecilia gets the win over Amherst. Let's check in on some other scores from around the region. Kearney wins 49-21 over Fremont. Grand Island drops to Omaha West Side 37-7. Hastings blanked by York 24-0. That game over on KHAS. Omaha Scott Catholic leads Northwest 21-3. Lexington on, on, on top of Crete right now in the fourth quarter, 13-12. Good game there. Adams Central 30, Holdridge 7, the final from there in Phelps County. Aurora beats Boone Central 34-13. McCook on top of Gothenburg, 24-14. Minden beating St. Paul. That's a final 23-0. How about the Whippets? Sumner, Eddieville Miller, this in six-man football, wins 46-6 over Stewart. Class C2, Valentine, 28-20 over Centura. Donovan Trumbull, 28-15 over West Holt. Wood River defeats Gibbon, 44-20. North Bend Central has 20, GICC 7 in the fourth quarter. Kearney Catholic leading Hershey, 31-7 in the fourth. Norfolk Catholic defeats Ord, 35-14. Man, Knights must be pretty darn good to beat Ord by that margin. Class D1 action, Thunder Ridge, Kansas on top of Alma by four at halftime. Loomis leads Arapahoe, 36-34 in the fourth quarter. What a game. Cambridge on top of Pleasanton, 35, make that 58-34. Exeter Milligan Friend beats McCool Junction 72-24. North Platte St. Patrick's 29-8 over Highline in the third. Class D2 action Anselmo Myrna 22-14 over A- Ansley Litchfield. Axtel 47-13 over Overton. Elm Creek beating Bertrand 44-32. Blue Hill at halftime, the last score update we have here, 24-20 over Palmer. Burwell takes down Medicine Valley 54-0. Fall City Sacred Heart on top of Lawrence Nelson, 40-24. And Kennesaw leading Giltner, 34-6. Last check that game at half. Score here in Amherst, 35-0. Hastings St. Cecilia improves to 2-0. The Broncos drop to 0-2. Stick around. We'll have your final scoring tallies next. You're listening to high school football on ESPN Tri-Cities.
10: Hi, this is Grant from Key's Pharmacy here in Hastings. And now you've heard of CBD. At Keese Pharmacy, we have professional-grade, farm-to-pharmacy CBD oils and salves. CBD products can be used for pain, anxiety, and insomnia. We even have CBD products safe for your pets. And we're here to answer any questions you might have about our professional-grade CBD products. Stop in to see us at Keys Pharmacies, your friendly pharmacies in Hastings, downtown or at Keese Medical Park.
12: Pioneer, with you from the word go. See
9: Impact Seed. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
6: Locally owned, Hastings Physical Therapy is the leader in one-on-one hands-on care. Hi, my name is Sean Von and at Hastings Physical Therapy, we want you to know the choice is yours when selecting your physical therapist. Our staff at Hastings Physical Therapy is committed to helping patients meet their goals in a relaxed, calm environment with the highest level of care for your recovery. We're located at 2307 Osborne Drive West at the corner of 281 and Kansas Avenue. To learn more about our services and team, log on to HastingsPhysicalTherapy.com. Ryan
7: Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what such Channel C product? Apart from other seed, it's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Marianne Trampy, your channel seed dealer.
0: Michael Shively, back with you, tallying up some uh, final numbers here for Hastings Saint Cecilia. Able to get a couple guys right near 100 yards receiving on this game. 97 yards for Jensen Anderson and 92 for Cooper Butler. Also had 17 for Demuth, 9 for Rodriguez. So 215 yards through the air, 216 yards on the ground. Wow. Wow. So 431 total yards for St. Cecilia. Let's run through the specifics after Hastings-St. Cecilia gets its second win of the season, improving to 2-0 and 35-0 over Amherst. Carson Kudlaczek 16 carries on this game for 44 yards. Chase Evans carried it 17 times for 140 yards. And 133, make that 123 of that coming in the second half. He had the two long touchdown runs to help him out that'll do it he had 60 yards on two touchdown carries three yards for Anderson on the ground Quinn Rosno carried it eight times for 22 yards Schieffer had two yard loss Bykirk got three carries He managed nine yards, so 216 on the ground. Anderson, four catches, 97 yards. Butler, three catches, 92 yards. 17-yard grab for Hayden Demuth, nine yards for Max Rodriguez. It's a total of uh, 215 through the air. So 431 total for Hastings St. Cecilia. Different story for the Amherst Broncos. Tage Hadwiger carried it three times for 16 yards all in the first half. Riley Fisher, three carries for 21 yards. Ben McGee ran twice, lost eight. Jesse Tesmer ran eight times, lost two yards. Christian Wick gained 22 yards, ran backwards three times and forward for 30 yards. Uh, The team lost five on a fumble and then a a last minute run by a, a backup player managed 15 yards to swing that to 37 ground yards for the Broncos. Completed three passes, two to Ben McGee for 15, one to Wick, that's Christian Wick for seven, so 22 yards through the air, 59 total yards for Amherst uh, so the score lopsided the yardage even more lopsided St. Cecilia burned by a couple of interceptions in the first half before Carson Kudlacek really found his uh, form through for two touchdown passes there in the second quarter through for another in the third and then the team able to really wear down that Bronco front ran it right up the gut with success able to build that 35 nothing lead at the end of the third quarter at that point running clock got him to the finish line so that's a, a look at uh, the yardage in this game what about what's next for these teams Amherst goes at Chase County that will be a tough matchup Chase County won its first game of the season then it's home against Donovan Trumbull at Kearney Catholic at Ord Amherst a really difficult schedule before going home against Centura then playing Gibbon here at home and at Hershey. So that's, that's really going to be a tough schedule there for the Broncos, fighting to get a few wins here this season. On the Hastings-St. Cecilia end of these things, uh, they're going to carry a 2-0 two, two and o record back home to take on Gibbon. Gibbon was routed tonight, that final uh, going 44-20 in favor of Wood River. So, you, you like the Blue Hawks uh, coming home to take on Gibbon next week? That game, I believe, we're going to have on KHAS for you Blue Hawks fans. Then it's at Bishop Newman, home against GICC and home against Carney Catholic. That stretch will be fun. Bishop Newman, GICC, Carney Catholic. That's all coming up right after that home game against Gibbon next week. So, that's a look at what's ahead. We'll run through everything. Grant Ty hosting the. Friday Night Football Scoreboard Show. That's on KHAS and 98.9 The Vibe. So anywhere in the region, you can tune in and hear that. A full recap from every game our team covered across the region and scores from every game that we can track it down, which is pretty much all of them. Uh, So be sure to tune in for that again next week. We're back to Hastings where Adams Central is hosting Gothenburg. A 7 o'clock kickoff, a broadcast start around 630 for you here on ESPN 1550, 92.7 FM. Thanks so much for tuning in. On behalf of our entire team, led by General Manager Jesse Johnson, Sports Directors Mike Will, and Doug Duda, I'm Michael Shively signing off from Amherst. Hastings St. Cecilia gets the 35-0 win over the Broncos to improve to 2-0. We'll talk to you next week.
11: Football is an
1: exclusive presentation of News Channel Nebraska.